0: Yeah, I have a question for you. Actually, <clears throat> hey, seeing is. As- i know you're a big food guy you'd love to like do these kind of mini reviews i don't know if they're mini reviews but um i know I, yeah they're mini as hell <laughs> very many but i know you like food um and i was actually at cali Press today have you been to cali Press?
1: no i've heard about it it's it doesn't sound like it does like my kind of food, no but no yeah, it's yeah. not really that great <laughs> um sorry to any cali Press, like fans or any
0: cali Press, Workers listening hey, to this. If you're looking for a healthy option, I think Cali Press is great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, apologize from what I what I'm about to say about Cali Press. If you work for them or whatever, if you even if you're the owner and you're listening to this, but um, I, I just had this like kind of moment, like when I grab napkins. Now my question is, are you the kind of guy when you grab napkins? And maybe this is just me. I don't know. it's just it's just a weird <laughs> thing. Like when you grab napkins, do you grab like a big chunk of napkins or do you grab like one napkin
1: no i'm in the mi- i mean i'm in the middle but i will gravitate towards less like i'm gonna i'm happy to do more trips like i'll come back and get more napkins if i need it but I'll, I'm, I'm a three sheet kind <laughs> of dude three sheets but exactly. like
0: I, I guess i guess my question is like do you think about that when you go to get napkins or do, are you just kind of like yeah just grab napkins
1: Nah, I'm going to all, I, mean, I think I thought about it at one point cuz now it's 3 and I go out of my way to make it 3 um mm. pretty much every time. I mean it will change depending on the napkin, right? Like, like if it's just a tissue from a tissue box, I'll grab like five of those. But oh, if it's How like, annoying are those food... things,
0: man? Like if it's a tissue from a tissue box yeah. and I feel like that's in every single Asian restaurant. <laughs> it's like a
1: tissue box. Yeah, but, you, but... But that's part of the appeal, man. You're going to a place where, like, it's legit. They just got tissue so boxes weird. from, like, Williams. I mean, the first time I saw that, love it. Um, My my
0: association with tissue boxes were really just blowing your nose. So when I saw it in a restaurant, I thought it was so odd. I was like why is there a tissue Wait, box? So, so how do you wash your hands at home
1: because i was going to say if it's good for my house it's
0: good enough for you the use outside like a tea towel or something or like a hand towel <laughs> you know hand yeah, towels I, exist i
1: feel like i feel like i'm bad for the environment because i'm using like uh throw away hand <laughs> tissues <laughs> in order to just like yeah disposable yeah I, I was always under this impression
0: that like boxes of tissues were just for blowing your nose <laughs> I, use it for everything I mean, I suppose yeah. Of course, the functionality is like you can use it for whatever, but that's that was but my I feel bad about there. it
1: from an environmental perspective because blowing your nose, it would just last, it would last a lot longer, right? Mm. But like, if I'm using it for washing my hands, for like blowing nose as well, I, I mean, I'll like. I don't even know what else I do with it. <laughs> See, now that I asked you that
0: question, now you're gonna think about it more so now. <laughs> I gotta think about it. I gotta know now. I it's,
1: gotta know. I'm just using it like it's anything. just a
0: weird thing. It's like it's it's, it's always a been whole- a thing for me. It's like every time I'm getting takeaway or um or just when I'm eating really. yeah, how much do you take? I take a lot. How much do you take? Oh shit, yeah, do you? I, I take like, I don't know, six sheets. <laughs>
1: Like, like, You're talking about like the, the double back sheets, yeah. right? Like the thick stuff that comes in those uh, double-sided metal containers?
0: Yeah, I mean, I usually take about eight of those.
1: Because <laughs> it's just not are enough. You, are you using them? Yeah, more? I'm using do them. you often. go home no. and do you like... No, I'm using them. Okay, often. well, I mean... If you need eight, you're gonna like, take eight. I, I, I guess I need that much. Like I
0: feel like one napkin is just it's enough to like wipe a finger one napkin.
1: I feel like it's time consuming to take eight. like you're you've got to like well, what okay, well, here's take the thing them.
0: is that when i'm when I'm going to get napkins, i I literally almost like ruffle it around with my fingers to grab the right amount that I want. <laughs>
1: Oh, so you're just like, you're You're. I'm kind of like going. And then you're pulling out a chunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going. Do you ever feel bad if you do that process and then what greets you is metal? Like you, mm. there are no tissues mm. left? I hate it. It's just like metal is just clanked into the side. And you well, just- I've
0: built the ability to observe how much is left <laughs> in those types yeah. of packing
1: containers. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: but um, I, I think most of the places that I do go to don't have those napkin containers. They usually just have like napkins sitting there, free, free flowing kind of thing. oh, like just, just on, on a pile in yeah. a
1: pile yeah. on the counter or something.
0: So yeah. Anyway, uh, when I was at Cali Press today, it's it's just something that I thought about. I was like, am I the only one that really thinks about how many napkins I'm gonna take? Because <laughs> You've got uh, like I see other people and they're just grabbing napkins mean. without really kind of thinking about how much they're taking.
1: How much are they taking though? Like, are you comparing the amount? Yeah, I think between oh you? yeah,
0: I, th- I think general customers are just taking like
1: one or two. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Okay. Because that would make me go wait. What's wrong with me? Like, what's wrong with <laughs> the way that I eat?
0: I don't know. Like, I, I, like, I want to you know, be the
1: floppy Joe sandwich.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like some of the things that I am buying. It it's messy. You know. Like um.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I don't think anyone's judging you. Like if you get to a point where where your picture's up on the wall, <laughs> Napkin I'll <theme>. be worried. <laughs> yeah, like like you know, not welcome anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude still's so way too big napkins and it spends four dollars. <laughs> uh, oh god damn. We should digress for spending six minutes talking about napkins. <laughs>
1: damn, this is your fault, I blame uh, you.
0: Um creed. Creed, creed, creed. Now we are going to be talking about Creed, and this is the first of three reviews that we're going to be doing, part of the Creed trilogy. Um, I guess it's kind of like the legacy series, you know, the hashtag legacy series that we do, um, me and Nathan do, which we haven't actually finished with, Christopher Nolan, we've still got one more film to review.
1: You were telling me about that, I think, literally mm, a year ago. No, no, no.
0: (laughs) I mean, like, a year ago was probably when we started it, but... Yeah. Um, we haven't actually finished um, the Nolan series, which we've got one film left, which is Tenet. Um, but I'm still waiting on Nath. Oh,
1: I can see why you're holding off then. I can see why you're holding well, off.
0: Well, I'm waiting on Nath. I mean, he, since he moved to the UK, he's he's all UK. I can see why he's holding <laughs> off, to be honest, I
1: mean, If I'm in the UK and I've got all that stuff around me, I don't want to spend two and a half hours watching oh, Tenet. Yeah. I mean, you
0: know, he's got, he's, it's the honeymoon period, right? Like, you're in a brand new place. You're yeah. see, seeing the sights, meeting new people, making new friends. I'm just trying to talk shit about Tenet.
1: Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't love it.
0: Well, that's okay. That's why you're not on the podcast for that,
1: really. So you, you're gonna like uh, fake it so that it's a positive <laughs> review. <laughs> Did you love it? Uh, hmm. It is a spoiler for the for the for the recap. I suppose though. so, but
0: whatever. I mean, yeah, I'm happy to say so. Uh, I I I think I'm not at the level of loving it yet yet because yeah. every time I've seen it or every time I've gone to watch it again, I like it a bit more than the previous time I've seen it, right? Because the first I time I saw game. it, I was like, okay, that was good. It's pretty confused. Um, <laughs> uh, a little yeah. bit disorientated with the storytelling, and that's kind of what you expect from Nolan, but I feel like Nolan really stepped up, stepped up a notch with this one. Um And then the second time I saw it, I was like, okay, I get it a bit more. Um, And I do love more and more things that are are getting revealed to me the second time I see it. And then the third time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's much better. And so it keeps getting better. And and I feel like it's...
1: You're going to do a fourth watch for this in that case? Something like that. It'll be like the sixth watch or whatever. Holy Mm. crap. I feel like if... For me, like I've seen... Yeah, sorry. I feel like a
0: film like this is going to get better with age and with time.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I don't, like, for me, I'm going to be quick with it, I guess. Like, the reason I don't like the film is it, it strikes me as a film that, like, you know, cool things with time happen. Like, oh, my God, it was that guy. Oh, it was them all along. And and they use those moments in, um, I like guess, substitution of a real storyline. Like, cause the storyline is really, really quite basic mm. and maybe the second or third time there's going to be stuff revealed to me. But at the time I just felt like, oh, this first one's to take over the world. And then there's time involved.
0: Mm. But that's, that's the story that, I mean, that's the story. That's the case with every single Christopher Nolan movie, if not any movie in general, the concept itself is actually very easy to understand. Take Inception, for example, the whole point of Inception was for them to just plant an idea into um are you ringing oh actually can you give me one <laughs> second sorry yeah someone's calling you tell them we're recording a podcast i'm back Jeez, who's trying to interrupt us with a <laughs> phone call? i know my mum. my mom
1: was calling oh me. oh mum. she's gonna say hello but i have to call her back after yeah <laughs> I, I put this above above yeah, there you go
0: that's where it should be podcast for life <laughs> <laughs> um so what we're we saying you're you saying like tended like it wasn't really oh yeah sorry sorry I, yeah. I guess my response was that i think every single film out there regardless of how complicated the storytelling aspect is or how complex it can be the concept itself is actually quite easy to know like right? we we know what the we know what the problem is and we know what type of solution that they want to put into place even if it's not the solution we thought of in the beginning um with inception it was really just about them planting an idea into somebody's mind. That was that was the story. Tenet was about um, them just trying to take down Sato.
1: <laughs> Sato, not Sato. Yeah, what's what like his
0: name?
2: Sator, Sator, the yeah, guy. Saito.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we don't spend too much time on this, but. I don't know, Disagree. I mean, I, I, I agree in like, if you distill it down to like the, the, the brass tacks of like a movie, it's always going to be hero does something. Mm. But I felt like with inception, like the journey on how they do it is an interesting journey. The, what they're trying to do is an interesting mm. thing. Um, how they do it actually turns out pretty cool. Whereas I feel like, um, in this movie you're spending so much time not knowing what's going on. And then like, it's kind of one of those things where, oh, it was this, oh, it was this, oh, it was this. And then when I actually think about it, like, sort of chronologically, I'm like, oh, it's quite boring. (laughs) It's just this guy who gets a mission and this guy wants to blow up the world Mm. by putting something in a hole and and, and locking it away or something. Like, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, really.
0: yeah. Let's let's talk about Creed. <laughs>
1: um, so, how deep are we now? Um,
0: yeah, we're twelve minutes in. We're, we're probably going to cut out a, a certain amount of it because someone's phone call came through. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Creed. Um, Creed. This was actually a film that I remember fondly, <laughs> having a great, great cinema experience, um, and I didn't actually know what i was going to expect from this and i think at the time i was a little bit apprehensive to go see it because i was kind of like a boxing film i don't really know who this dude is much i've seen him on a smaller film which was also from ryan kugler uh fruit station
1: yeah i've heard um about that mm, i haven't seen great it, movie though.
0: it's based on a true story oh unfortunately. yeah okay. it's really really sad okay. it's about the shooting at fruit valve station so no idea about that either mm, so i didn't know much about um, what's what's the actor's name? I'm having a mind blank. Michael, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Why did I forget that? For um, I don't know much about him. You just watched yeah, Air, I know, right? Air. <laughs> Michael oh,
1: Jordan. Okay.
0: <laughs> that was a really bad way of doing that. Um, cliche oh, drum. Yeah, haven't you haven't. <laughs>
1: Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so you forgot about... I, I didn't
0: really know who Michael B. Jordan was really, other than Fruitvale Station. And I was kind of familiar with uh, Ryan kugler just because of Fruitvale Station as well, because he directed that film. And
1: that's Was that like his first film? I don't know much about him at all, I even don't now. know if it was his first, first film, but it was
0: definitely the film that put him on the map. Yeah, okay. Um, and um, yeah, like Creed was just something like, yeah, okay, maybe it might be a good thing. I'll just go see it because... Some of my mates want to go see it. I'm surprised
1: you never got into, like, the the Rocky films way back when. Well, here's the thing. Right, here's the
0: thing. It's like I wasn't really into Rocky at all growing up. And it might seem like a um, cardinal sin to say that for all the film geeks and film lovers out there. Whatever. You can take me to jail for it. I don't really care. But, um, yeah, I mean, Rocky was an really something that was appealing to me. And maybe it's that kind of sports thing. It wasn't really like sports movies have always been kind of hit and miss. And I I think the only sports movies I really enjoyed up until that point when I discovered Rocky was probably Remember the Titans. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Which is like a great film. Yeah, it's really good. But see, I
0: saw Remember the Titans because I'm familiar with Denzel Washington. and I think he's great. Um, Yeah. And Coach Carter, love that film. And I watched it because it was Samuel Jackson.
1: <laughs> wait, wait. So, like, when he was like nominated for an Oscar, you're not, you're not like going back and going a sports film. They got a nomination for an Oscar. Look,
0: I, 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 kn- see this. I knew, like, I, like I, I understood how much credit. Um, or accreditation that this film was getting and, like, how many honors yeah. and accolades
1: it was I, got. But I feel like you would, like, sort of, like, see a film that's getting a lot of buzz and go, okay, I'd maybe watch this. Like, m- maybe not at the time because we were yeah. super young. But like, Look,
0: if, if the roles were reversed, like, if
1: I was my age
0: back then, then probably for sure. Yeah. But, but it right, just wasn't okay. part of my childhood, you know? Like, it I didn't have, like, a significant impact when I was a teenager or anything like, or when I was younger.
1: Did you do, like, a taxi driver? Like, did you go back and watch that?
0: I've seen Taxi Driver. Um, I know it pretty well.
1: Yeah, right. See, so, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the same sort of level of like old mm-hmm. film. It's kind of a weird premise. Won a lot of like sort of won or nominated for a lot mm-hmm. of awards. So you go and make yeah time for it. It's
0: kind of like that. Like same same thing goes with like Raging Bull, and um...
1: yeah, Raging Bull. That's a better yeah. example. That's a so way I, better example I've of the same seen actor. Raging
0: Bull, and I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I gotta tell you. So, I was really big into sports movies and really big into like boxing movies because of Rocky. And then everyone's going on about how great Raging Bull is. So, I get it. And I did not expect like this is gonna be a pretty controversial opinion. I (laughs) hated it. I think it's because I was a child and I wanted like a fun Mm -hmm. like romp. And it's like this like character study of a person losing to Mm -hmm. his demons, pretty much. But. You know, I think at, like at an older age, we can definitely thing.
0: appreciate that kind of stuff more. But yeah, when we're younger, it's like we're looking for action. We're looking for um, something yeah. like invigorating because we're young kids.
1: <laughs> it's like a sad drama. But I still think, to be honest, like the wrestler does it better than Raging mm. Bull does. And they're trying to do the yeah, same thing. Yeah, true, true. And actually, you know what's a good,
0: another good sports film is Cinderella Man, surprisingly.
1: Oh, yeah fantastic right. i don't know why i've seen them all because <laughs> you know me like i haven't seen a lot of movies but you're always saying like have you seen this i'm like no random sports You've film seen i will watch it yeah. that makes sense to me yeah, because i, I know them. you love sport yeah i love sport and i just i think i like the um this is something that actually came to me recently i don't really like to be thrilled mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like a thriller like you, did you watch some beef on i haven't press? yet. i the know TV there's show? a
0: lot of hype and excitement at uh, with beef at the moment I yeah
1: fantastic seen it. but like it's one of those shows where you're like, you get worried for the characters, mm-hmm. right? And that kind of builds like stress and tension inside mm. me. Um, similar to Knives Out. I yeah, talked about this yeah. in Knives Out. So I'm consistent at least. But in sports films, you kind of know that they're either going to win an underdog story or they're going to lose, but in a heroic fashion. Like it's never going to be them True. dying.
0: So, yeah, I suppose. I, don't know. So. I'm up for I that. mean, but, you know, um, Apollo Creed did die. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but he's not the he's not the name on the front of the film. Yeah, but he's one of the you know what I mean? like, <laughs> Yeah, that was right. that was pretty hard to watch. Um, Until you see the coffin, you don't know that he's gonna die. Like, <laughs> yeah. ah, you reckon he's just knocked out? <laughs> oh, damn.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, Creed. Right. Um, let's talk about a little bit of the information. Movie information. I don't know why I said information like that. It's because I categorised it as movie info. We're supposed to talk about it for about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. Uh, so directed by Ryan Coogler, written also by Ryan Coogler. And this was surprising to me as well. Sister Stallone was one of the writers of this film.
1: That doesn't shock me. He, I think he was director of Rocky or was he or writer of Rocky? Oh. He's, he was he's doing behind the scenes stuff ah. of that first film. Man's got talented chops, eh, in the writing room.
0: Yeah. Um, and then some random guy called Aaron Cuffington. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, so there's three writers for this film. Um, as far as the cast go, we've got Michael B. Jordan, a.k.a. Killmonger. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, right, Killmonger. right. And he plays um, – how do you pronounce his name again? Adonis, Adonis right? I like thought the- I thought the S was silent, No.
1: I'm pretty sure Adonis is like the the god. What is it like a god or a Greek thing? Yeah, like I know it's something like that. like yeah, same as like
0: Apollo is a Greek god name.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. For
0: some reason, I thought the S was silent, but
1: I guess not. He does call himself Donny a lot, uh, but that's because he doesn't want to go by the name Adonis. Uh, I'm pretty sense.
0: sure silent S Donny. <laughs> no, I'm
1: kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, gone. gone. Yeah, so he, so he plays um,
0: Adonis Johnson. He wants to go by his mother's last name instead of Creed, and we'll go mm-hmm. into the reasons for that later. That's a nice little exploration too. Sylvester Stallone is back as Rocky Balboa. Tessa Thompson, I was surprised, shocked. I actually totally forgot she was in this film.
1: Oh, yeah, because yeah, too, I guess actually. I paid
0: more attention to Tessa Thompson when she became a Marvel regular, you know.
1: Oh, so you knew that there was a female lead? You just forgot it just was forgot her. I forgot it
0: was her. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that there was yeah, a okay. love interest, a
1: romantic story
0: in this, and I remember it being a really good romantic story as well. It wasn't corny or
1: anything. I thought it actually fit in well with the really? story. Really, I um, have different. Uh, I wouldn't say I thought it was corny, but it was- well, there there uh, are there are the- with that. But we should
0: definitely talk about that on the recap. Okay, we- <laughs> wait, we should wait, Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Tessa Thompson plays <clears throat> Bianca. We got Felicia Rash. Rashad? Rashad? Rashad I plays so. Mary Ann Creed, who is the wife of Apollo Creed, right?
1: Yeah. Um, does a good job, I think she, she does.
0: I, oh, I think she was she great. She
1: doesn't have a lot of time, but she
0: brings a lot of uh, warmth. Yeah, I think she was great. And then we have Andre Ward, who plays Dunny, a.k.a. Stuntman Wheeler. Uh, Tony Bellow, Bello playing Pretty Ricky Cole, <laughs> Conlin. Um, Richie Costa plays Pete soprano Sp- Spreeno, Spreeno? Spreeno. i think richie costa is the guy that plays he's also in the dark knight right is it that guy or is it jacob i can't St- sh- 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 think richie about that costa, he's the coach right he's the coach for he's the, the coach the other, yeah, the coach, other coach, coach
1: who's like friends with rocky but yeah, not yeah, yeah. Really. i remember him
0: being in the dark knight
1: hmm.
0: okay anyway cool <laughs> Random uh jacob snitch uh stitch uh duran plays stitch uh, and then we've got graham mctavish who plays tommy holiday graham mctavish by the way i've met in uh, wellington new zealand oh no who is tommy holiday i don't even he's recall the coach him in, this, in this film for, he's the coach for the last guy oh the, the other coach <laughs>
1: Oh, that guy! White. okay, right. Oh, you yeah, met him because yeah, he, he's. Uh, yeah, yeah nice. I, I
0: met him when he was filming Hobbit in Wellington.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, cool. He plays one of the hobbits. Um, I was not aware oh, of that. Yeah. He's tall in this film, so they did some good camera work. It's all that force.
0: Uh, what is the, <laughs> the technology called? Like force perspective filming or something like that. Yeah, yeah. where they make.
1: I kind of like watching, like, when you see behind the scenes of Lord of the Rings and you kind of see how far yeah. away, like, how far away the actors um, are
0: from the Hobbit actors from yeah. each other for specific yeah. shots. Pretty cool, yeah. Huh?
1: Yeah, it's nice.
0: Um, oh, yes. What? 95% on... Run- oh, wait, no, I'm, <laughs> ju- jumping I'm jumping ahead. Jumping of my notes. <laughs> uh, with a runtime of one hour and 52 minutes, this film had a budget of $35 million, which is pretty damn small, considering the scale that I feel like this movie has. Um, and it had a total box office intake of $173.6 million, which sounds like not a lot, but in comparison to its budget, it's definitely... Done some good work there. Fantastic. Yeah, it's really, really good. Oh, no, that's brilliant. Uh, released. It's not Marvel. Yeah, it's not Marvel for sure. Released on November 25th in 2015. Now, see, I don't even remember this film being released close to Christmas. <laughs> no. I just neither. thought it was released like summertime or, you know, like um, the United States summertime period. Um, and then with a Rotten Tomatoes score of 95% from the critics and 89 from the audience. I'm kind of surprised by this.
1: I think it's I, I, thought
0: I understand. It was,
1: uh, no, no, I'm, I, I thought it would be the other way around. <laughs> oh, audience likes it more mm. than the critics? Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, That is genuinely surprising. I feel like audiences are more ready for like a dumb sort of popcorn yep. flick, whereas um, critics are a bit harsher. But then again, this is like that classic Rocky um, formula where it's like just a lot of sort of male mm. drama in amongst mm-hmm. the fighting. But and- it's
0: also really good scripting. I think one of the one of the strongest parts of this film is the script.
1: The dialogue is very, yeah, very yeah.
2: powerful.
1: Oh, I think it's so good. And I think, like, um, they capture... The thing that I was kind of really worried about with this film was that, like, Rocky... You haven't seen the original films, but he's kind of like a... Uh, he's a corny dude. And he's, like, a dumb, corny guy. Oh, wow. And I think they capture that really well in his wisdom. Yeah, true. Because I, I don't get any of that at all
0: in this film, other than... He's a bit naive and he's a little bit behind in the times.
1: Yeah. Like he's, he'll have like these phrases that kind of don't make sense mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like, he'll say some pretty dumb mm-hmm. stuff. Like he sounds like borderline. I not I don't want to say anything, too, too <laughs> offensive, but he sounds pretty dumb. Right? So like, this is to funny podcast. No, nah, I mean, this is a great acting job, <laughs> Sylvester. If you're listening, no, if you do, like, if you watch the first one, he kind of does that stuff, right. and it it's kind of is it um, a bit
0: like sort of jock, knucklehead type kind of guy, like in the Rocky okay. films. It's like
1: knucklehead foreigner who's kind of foreigner? like, particularly a lot younger. Well, it's like like an Italian. Is dude. he really? Like I he he's of- American. Uh, he's like an, uh, I think he's like a, he's like an Italian. He's not actually a foreigner, right? He's an Italian oh, upbringing, but okay. he's like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's, he's American oh, yeah that's, not, that's not that's not right even now. cleared up. That's not really even cleared <laughs> up. But like, he's just like, he's kind of slow. He's kind of slow. Is the best okay. way to put it. Um, and this film does a really good job of keeping him. Like, I thought he was going to become like really old and wise, um, and sort of like dismiss that part of his personality. And I just was a bit um, not looking forward to that. Because it was going to go away from his established mm. character, but they didn't do that. They kept a lot of the the dumb phrases, mm. the the slow talking, all that kind of stuff. Okay,
0: so so see, this is really good to have you in this podcast because you're seen and very very familiar with all the Rocky films.
1: Oh, many. What times.
0: what is the best Rocky film? Is there such thing as the best?
1: Okay, so my favorite is the one that people I don't think people like that much, which is four. It's the most over the top. It's the one where he goes to Russia and fights the Russians and, like, wins the Cold War by himself. Does Is that
0: the one that Dolph Lundgren's in? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. That because one. Dolph Lundgren is in the second Creed film, right?
1: I well, it, I, I only
0: so... came across it because when I was researching some images to put for social media, I saw Dolph Lundgren in one of the pictures. <laughs> oh
1: think he's, like, Dolph Lundgren's kid or something. Yeah, right, maybe?
0: I mean, that seems like a very obvious, like, logical step in, in another direction for Yeah,
1: it. I literally made that up because I'm just like, oh, it's Dolph Lundgren. Okay, I mean, it the can't be the that fun. hard, right? Like, like
0: <laughs> how many villains can you create for, <laughs> for these films?
1: But that's the, yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, they made up Dolph Lundgren. They made up Mr. T. They made up a lot of yeah. villains in the old series. But I understand. This is a callback yeah. um I mean, to, to, trilogy. To be so. a part of,
0: like, the whole Rocky trilogy. Would, I mean, not trilogy, sorry. Rocky. Quinn. You no, know, like, series or saga Quintop, or whatever.
1: Because yeah. it's all still to do with that. There's six of them, actually. A quad is not even the word I'm thinking of. A quint. Hex. Hexology. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: okay, so, I mean, we're pretty much talking
0: about our highlights for this already. Do you want to just continue with the highlights yeah. on your side? I and mean, then we will jump in.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, true to the characters. Great. I think the dialogue's really good. I think the, a lot of the direction. I don't normally care about this kind of stuff. But as I was watching it, I felt like, you know, the camera's showing, like, two people talking to each other quite often. They do a lot of, like, really interesting stuff with the framing. Oh, man, I love I love Um, the camera
0: work. I actually can't wait to get into it.
1: Oh, cool, yeah, because, like, there's this one scene. You know when he's, like, going into the um, restaurant for Mm -hmm. the first time to meet Mm -hmm. Rocky? I love that, like, they, they show the painting in the background, the photo in the background as well, but then you see old Rocky in the front. Than like the son of it just felt like there's like a really good like Mm anchor point in that shot, um, yeah. But like it's 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 a tight storyline. You know how much I love tight storylines. I feel like it's like a two hour film, but it doesn't feel like two Mm. hours. I I I don't know if you agree with that. I think I agree. Um, I think the performances really good. Like, um, I think Michael B. Jordan does a really good job as like the I don't know if I want to get into this like straight away, but like, so you find out at the end, the reason why he wants to be a boxer and it's a pretty powerful moment. And then like nothing in his previous characterization um, is sort of counter to that. I always like it when I look at films, you know, you, I always see like, should a character do this? Would a character do that? Like, this is what they've established that they're like. Would they do this action? And like, the idea that like this person who grew up in foster homes, who then went to get a white collar job, who then threw it all away to become a boxer. Um, he doesn't act like a real protagonist should like, he's really short tempered. He's really like quite abrasive um, and is aggressive, but that all fits for his character. And I really like mm. that. And I don't want to delve too much into highlights. I'll talk about a little bit of lowlights. Um, lowlights for me. I thought the romance is good. It does add a lot to the film. I feel like it's it's kind of at this point where I would have liked either just a little bit less time or a little bit more time.
0: Mm, You think it's? um, I think they do that where it's trying to keep some kind of emotional tension um, or romantic tension while also not taking it away from the real
1: story. Yeah, I feel like they wanted a romance, but like they gloss over things that I would have wanted to spend time on, or they like for example when they kind of fall for each other, that's just kind of, it just happens. And I'm thinking like, Oh, I would have liked to see more of them spending more time together. So then it makes sense. And then also she gets upset at him halfway through, and then she just kind of forgives mm-hmm. him. I would have liked, um, a bit yeah, those more. Those sort of events are pretty quick. <laughs> up to that. <laughs> were um, second, another thing, like, I feel like they add, like, there's a lot of plot points in the film, right? It's like him trying to make it Rocky getting sick. Um, Where'd he get sick. Then the whole romance thing What's it? that? <laughs> yeah, but like like for example, like when Rocky gets sick, like the Michael B. Jordan character, Creed, he's just like, if I'm fighting, you fight. And then Rocky's like, okay. And I'm just like, "Ah, oh, that was a much a more powerful moment, maybe if they spent a bit more mm. time on that. Um, so I felt like there's like for two hours they try to put a lot of storyline in and it weakens some of those storylines.
0: Mm. I'll stop nice. there. Okay. Um, I think for me the the key highlights the the big standouts for me is actually the dialogue so the script The dialogue's really good the whole story itself written by Ryan Coogler the three guys Ryan Coogler Aaron Covington and Sylvester Sloan. I think those three just did a terrific job at writing a very very tight script like what you said um, the music I think the score is awesome the oh, score nice. is-
2: yeah
0: and I had to look up who did the score and of course. Of course, no wonder why it's so good. It's Ludwig Gorson. You don't know who that is. <laughs> You're like, oh, Ludwig yeah, God. God. <laughs> God. That guy. Of yeah. course, of course. He's so
1: great. Ludwig
0: Gorson. Um, In the other films that he's done. <laughs> um, Ludwig Gorson, famous for, um, what do you call it? Chernobyl, I, I believe. Chernobyl was probably like oh. the first thing that Ludwig Gorson was, like, got really famous for. Here, let me look it up.
1: Yeah. Um, I heard he, that is a very depressing show.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty depressing. Okay, I take it back. Maybe, maybe not. Um, uh, yeah, maybe not Chernobyl, but Tenet. Tenet is what he's really popular for. Black Panther, um, what kind Forever as well, and the first Black Panther film. Um, and he's done a bunch of stuff on the, um, what do you call it, the Mandalorian series as well. Do you recommend that by Mandalorian? The way? Mandalorian? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Do I recommend Mandalorian? Yes. Really? Yes.
1: Oh, okay. I gotta try and get into it then. I watched like episode like two episodes and I was like, yeah, I'm finding it a little bit slow. <laughs> and then hang
0: on. I got hang on. It. I give through. it some time, give it a little bit of um uh, breathing space, you know, watch a few episodes and then you'll be able to get right into it for sure. Trust me. It's quite good. Um, All right. gotta yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, so the music was a big really big highlight, and I really loved um <clears throat> the uh musical character that's in this it's it's you know there's always were there any good musical scores for films there's always like what I would like to call i don't even know that's probably not what you call it, but like a musical character that is identifiable to the film and what Ludwig Gorson done with this one was um it was that original rocky um I don't know. Going to fly now, like, right? Whatever, whatever it is, um, uh, you know where it goes. Da-da-da-da. Wait, is it that? Yeah, that's going to fly
1: now. That's the name of that song, right? Okay, yeah, that song. But there's there's a moment where like that thing just peeks through, yeah. and you're like, oh shit! Is that song? <laughs> yeah, so there's like
0: different renditions and different iterations that um, Ludwig Gorson does, and it's just so clever because it's modern while also saluting. Like the 80s or the 70s, or whenever those films came out. Um, so I really love that. Um, and I love the cinematography in this film. It's really, 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 really good. Yeah. The lighting, the the use of camera work, like just camera angles and just tracking positions and kind of the choices behind that. I, I'm pretty sure Ryan Cougar would have taken a lot of control over that because I feel like even with something like Black Panther, he has a very keen eye on how he would like a lot of the camera shots, which I think a
1: lot of, Oh, is he, is he the black Panther guy? Brian
0: Kugler's yeah. Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh, I wasn't mm. aware of that.
1: Also he worked with Michael, uh, Jordan. Yeah. yeah in that case. With fruit
0: station with okay. Creed and then black Panther. Yeah. But that was yeah, part cool. of the reason why, um, Ryan Kugler, um, it's part of the reason why Ryan Kugler actually stopped. Uh, doing the creed film because i believe he was supposed to do the creed films like uh oh, he, then, didn't, do two nah, and he three. didn't do two and three because he was busy with oh Marvel. okay yeah okay
1: so,
0: fair um man we have some tit- difficulties here no what do you mean <laughs> I-, I can see you <laughs> oh no it's just like keeps flickering back and forth or whatever anyway um yeah so those are some of my highlights low lights i can't really think of a lot of lowlights because it's so fresh in my mind and there wasn't a lot of standout pointy lowlights you know so you got to do one though yeah, yeah. but <laughs> no, like you when know. we go through the recap i'll probably be like <clears throat> oh yeah this didn't really quite work yeah and, i'm i do that a lot for some reason. actually like one thing that jumps to mind and then we'll jump with the recap one thing that jumps to mind was that the conflict that he picks up um straight after when he has that confrontation with um rocky where they almost do that, you know, they sort of split up for a little bit because Rocky says like something quite sad and <laughs> it was a little bit out yep. of the line. It was in that locker room scene and then it and then it yep. doesn't even have a good transition actually. It just goes straight into the next scene where he goes to see his girlfriend at the concert. Um, and then there's that awkward confrontation where the guy actually wants a photo with him because you know he's
1: um, pretty, yeah, I remember that, yeah, um,
0: son. And then he's like, What did you call me? What did you call me? And then it sort of breaks out into this fight. And I think the, f- I, I don't really have a problem with that scene. It's more like it, there wasn't, there wasn't a nice buildup. And I think, I think there's, there's quite a few issues with buildup in certain story points, right. And yeah. in, in certain um, scenes where it might, it's supposed to probably mean something, but I feel like it's a little bit empty. And so, that awkward fight in the hallway, I can understand the reason for it because he's frustrated, he's angry, he just got told by his coach that he's not his real family and all that kind of stuff. I can understand that. But for it to kind of be expressed in this really abrupt scene, it just lacked really good transition into that. Because it was kind of like he left the locker room and now he's straight into the hallway scene. <laughs> and and he's straight, straight prison. prison. Actually, and I was like, oh,
1: I, that was, it was pretty jarring. <laughs> I want to give... I'll give my opinion on this now, and then we're have to cover it when we actually get to okay. it in the recap. I didn't like that scene for a couple of reasons. One, um, he's already shown, like, a bit of misgivings about the fact that, like, he's a Creed and everyone knows him only as little mm-hmm. Creed. So, um... I thought he was just legitimately angry about that. I didn't actually tie it back to the fact that he's sad about Rocky being sick. (laughs) I just thought like, oh, this is a reasonable way for him to act based on the way that he's acted in the Uh, past. He just doesn't want to be called Baby Creed. And then I felt like it was just a scene to get um, Rocky to talk to him in a way that he couldn't, like, Mm -hmm. escape. I, and I feel like that movie does that quite a bit. And actually, I actually don't mind it that much. Like, they're just trying to find set pieces to make mm-hmm. the script work. Um, but it, it did feel a little bit like... Uh, what's that term? Like, Deus Ex? Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like just like... It's just sort of set up in a way in order to make the script mm. work. Because, like, he would leave otherwise. Because he's mad at Rocky. And Rocky mm-hmm. is slow. So Rocky can't, like... Yeah. For
0: sure, <laughs> you know what for me? sure. We'll definitely, like, unpack that when we get to that uh, in the recap. So... Let's Speaking of recap, let's get into the recap. Our most loved transition right there. So uh, for -hmm. those new listeners to the podcast, the recap is we go through the entire film, we break it down, and we speak about the plot by dividing it up into the three-act structure, which is Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3. So starting off with Act 1, we are in 1998. Adonis Donnie Johnson, the son of former heavyweight champion Apollo Creed via an extra martial affair. <laughs> marital. Wait. Surely? Oh, it is marital. Yeah, marital, right? Sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry, my bad. <laughs> Ex-marital affair. <laughs> it's serving time in Los Angeles Youth Detention Center when Creed's widow Marianne visits and offers to take him in. By the way, do they even explain why he's in there in the beginning? I kind of remember that.
1: In the beginning, they don't. They do it later. Oh, they do later. Yeah. Um. When he explains to his girlfriend about like sort of his mm-hmm. history, they they go into a fair bit of detail on that ah. one. I kind of like this scene because uh, again, this is kind of this was my anchor point for the Donny mm-hmm. character. Um, like, just he's always fighting, in the girls – this is kind of like bad writing in a way, but it's like, he's a good kid, but he always fights. And I'm just like – Yeah, oh, I didn't okay. really well, like that, that line. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, I'm like, okay, you're telling me exactly how I'm supposed yeah. to see this kid. And that's kind of what he does throughout the entire I, film. I like the opening. I think like the
0: opening we, is great. It's really impactful. It really yeah. – draws you to the to what's going on and draws you into the story, which is good. But then, yeah, the lines were just a little bit kind of weak. I was like, oh. <laughs> After, like, giving so much props to the, <laughs> to the dialogue, it's like to the writing. Like, this particular dialogue from Marianne, she was like, yeah, he's always fighting, kind of thing. I was like, uh,
1: okay. I kind of liked, um, at the start, there's a scene, like, right at the start in, in that scene, where she's like, oh, this is Mrs., and then she's like, can you give us a second? Because you don't want to tell the oh. The, the, the audience who she is, even though we kind of know who she is. I never knew. But <laughs> I think that scene is, oh yeah, you wouldn't have known, I guess. Yeah. But like, um, I feel like that scene is actually acted somewhat well when they're like privately mm. in the room and she's like, you know, I don't want to go back to the home again. And then you see, she says, do you want to stay with me? And he like kind of loosens sure. his fingers. Like he starts yeah. to like relax. No, it's I think th- well.
0: I agree. I think that, that scene, that dialogue scene between the two of them, it's almost in like an interrogation room. It's great. It's powerful. It's really cool. And then I love how it ends with him saying, does, what does he say? Does, does he say, what is your name or what is your last name or something? And then that's when the Creed title comes up.
1: Oh so, uh, yeah. I thought that was a bit corny. It is a little I don't big, know. Did, did you like I, it, No,
0: I, <laughs> I can totally see it's a little bit corny, but for some reason it just, I was okay with it. Like it kind of worked.
1: It was corny in a John Wick way. And, and I'm cool hmm. with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what's your name? And it's like, do you remember when we did Bring the power mm-hmm. and he's like, what do we call this? Oh, yeah. And they're just like, well, what? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> like actually. That? But, that, but that was <laughs>
0: terrible for a whole set of reasons as well. It was the lead up to that was just all terrible. And then it just, yeah. Whereas like the lead up uh, to but- this was actually quite good. And then, and then the creed title appears, but it like the way they, that they make the title appear, like just the visual effects that they use, it's it's classy mm. like it's got a bit of class to it it's got a little bit of suave to it as well which is kind of cool
1: i enjoyed it no i thought it was good like i remember watching it going oh, it was a bit corny but i'm like nah i'm i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it yeah. you know what i mean like there's <laughs> this like
0: really cool sound effects that they do with the title it's like something like no or well, not quite like that it's like it's it's very like,
1: deep in- kind of bassy thing it's impact font it's impact like the font. uh the sound of <laughs> Yeah, it's impact font, but in noise yeah. mode.
0: It's, for some reason, I'm like, yeah, boxing. Like, when I see that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
0: I thought that. Um, okay, so upon returning from his latest fight, Donnie resigns. Um, yeah, resigns from the Smith Broadley Financial Group to pursue his dream of becoming a professional boxer. Why do not I not remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's like. Um, well, before this scene, he's in Mexico oh, fighting, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's, yeah. like, way better than the other guy at fighting. Um, it's actually, this is, uh, I'll get into it a little bit later, but then, yeah, yeah, he's, like, sort of in an office looking sad, then he gives his resignation letter, and it's I think that was at the time when I was like, cutting
0: minions, when I didn't quite look at the scene of him being in the office.
1: <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, And, like, it's kind of implied in that scene that he's, like, a rising star in the old cracker gotcha. factory. Gotcha.
0: They're all, like, oh, that guy's talented, yeah. and amongst, like, all the core center people. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, he, no. Well, he got like a promotion, and he got he had like a corner office or something, which made me think, how old is this yeah, guy? Because yeah. that's important in in the boxing world. But you know, they never tell true, you that. Sure.
0: Okay. So Donny auditions at Los Angeles' elite Delphi Boxing Academy, managed by family friend Tony, aka Little Duke Evers Jr., the son of Apollo's trainer Tony Duke Evers, but is turned down. This rejection is further emphasized as Donnie is beaten in a sparring match by lightweight division number two contender Danny the Stuntman Wheeler after he publicly challenges the whole gym to prove himself, beating his 1967 Ford Mustang, or betting betting his 1967 Ford Mustang that no one can get a clean headshot on him. Okay, so it's funny because the sequence of events – Like, you know for sure where this is going to lead to. It's going to lead to him being cocky. Yeah, he takes out the first guy who seems like a little bit easy and disposable. And then you get to this guy who has his number two in the world. He's like 18 wins or something and counting Yeah, Um, and pound for pound champion or whatever. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, it's so predictable.
1: He's going to get knocked out. Yeah, I didn't actually expect this part to happen in the scene. I was actually pretty happy about Mm. it, too. Like, this scene... Okay, this is one of my biggest sort of issues, but also one of the things that I enjoy about this film is the fact that, like, so in the first fight, he's, like, killing those dudes in Mm -hmm. Mexico, right? Like, one guy. And then he comes here, and he's talking to Little Duke, where, you know, if you remember, that's the main guy in remember the titans oh right? yeah it is
0: it is yeah it, uh, Yeah. he's yeah, he's one yeah. of the main guys because there's two of them that are i love that, that guy. Are, um like best friends you know him and the white dude
1: yeah 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 and anyway so then like i kind of like you know when i watched this film the first time i kind of had it in my mind that um the mother sort of got into the gym and told them not to train the son because she wanted the son to have a normal job I watched it again like today for this podcast, and like that, there is no undertone of that at all. <laughs> it's just the guy doesn't want to train him for some reason, which is kind of weird because well, like, it's,
0: it's sort of implied that a... he doesn't want to train him because he's Apollo's son, right?
1: I, I think did... so. That's what I got. I thought it was it. Just, I just, I thought it was implied that he didn't want to train him because like he's not hungry because he's rich and he doesn't want it bad enough. Oh. And I'm thinking, like, Maybe. the son of the most famous fighter to come out of your gym wants something from you, why wouldn't you help I him? Thought I thought it was,
0: know. like, a heavy implication is because he's he's uh, Creed blood and nobody wants to train him. Like, he doesn't want to train him because of what happened to Creed.
1: Okay, I, mean, I didn't catch that. And I really okay. thought it was that. Like, like, the first time I watched it, I thought, like, the mother said something or they're like, you know, I've got too much respect for your mother. And I know that mm-hmm. she doesn't want you to do this, so I'm not going to help. But the uh, same time, I watched it, I didn't notice that oh. at all. So I was like, "Oh, where did I get that idea?" Well, I have you? no idea where I got that but, idea from. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, I like the fact that he beats up the yeah. first guy and then gets destroyed mm-hmm. by the second guy because it lets you, as a fan, understand where he's at mm-hmm. skill wise. Yep. The only thing
0: I was disappointed, but I didn't know this disappointment until the end, was that I thought mm. he was they were going to come. They were foreshadowing this because eventually he's going to come back and beat him for the end. But then it was a different dude, beat that guy, <laughs> yeah, but it was the guy that's bad I know than the that guy dude. that's number one <laughs> yeah. but like like I don't understand the point in having because then now what I think now what I think about it, like I don't understand the point in having that guy come in in that part of the scene or that part of the film to not ever really see him ever again. <laughs>
1: yeah it was purely to i think show you his yeah yeah for
0: sure i totally get that but it just it just seems like it would have been a bit of payoff as if like he got revenge proved himself to 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 that that guy guy. so then he has two motives like he has two goals right because we ultimately understand why he wanted to do this boxing match by the end of it but then he has two motives there you know he's one to sort of prove himself they can beat that guy
1: and prove himself to his father's hmm. gym. I think is in hindsight is a cool plot point. That's not no, explored no, 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 at all. Like, you never see the hmm. gym again.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like the first yeah. and last time that we see that gym at all. And you know what, what, yeah. uh, what I also noticed. And now that I think about it is that this really cool text that jumps up when you meet the boxes. Remember?
1: Oh yeah. The little yeah, title cards. It was a
0: cool, really good. Cool. Kind of reminded me of like boxing PlayStation or something. Um,
1: I've noticed a lot of movies are doing oh, yeah? that now, and I'm, I'm again, I'm a fan of it. Like it can be done really well, but yeah, it can yeah, yeah.
0: be done like super, super shit.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, oh, really? I've
0: seen some movies doing it looks terrible, but oh, I've but seen, this title yeah. cut was really cool. But it was the only time that it ever happened in the film. It Doesn't actually. No,
1: that's not true. Uh, Is there another time it happened? It shows up when. When he sees the son of the other boxer in Mickey's gym, he gets one, Leo Spirino, oh. and also Ricky Hatton. Oh, when Ricky, Ricky Conlon. Conlon.
0: So he gets a title card as well? The, the
1: main bad one. He gets what? it as well, I, yeah. Why
0: don't I remember he this? He gets it quite early
1: on, though. He, he doesn't get it when he meets Adonis. He gets it like like way oh, early on okay. like when you oh my seen. bad my bad i
0: for some reason i only remember the two guys getting at the beginning and then when it got <laughs> to the end of the film i was like why was there only two title cards for, for those characters oh yeah yeah I, I remember that at least i mean i could oh, be wrong no maybe i just wasn't paying attention when i was cooking my food at the same time You was cooking man. food at the same time <laughs> um okay so jumping yeah. back to this uh marianne vehemently opposes his aspirations, remembering how her husband was killed in the ring by Ivan Drago. Who's Ivan Drago? <laughs> uh,
1: Dolph oh, Oh! Yeah, Dolph Lundgren kills... Apollo
0: Creed. Apollo. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, okay, because... Okay, I'm so ignorant, right? Because I haven't seen these films. For some reason, I yeah. thought Rocky was the one that killed Apollo Creed accidentally because... It was a fight that they weren't supposed to have, but then people insisted, and then he accidentally kills him.
1: No, no, no. He um, longer so, I mean, spoilers for Rocky 4.
0: Oh, <laughs> this happens in Rocky but, 4? I thought it happened in, like, Rocky 2 or something.
1: <laughs> no, no, Rocky 4. So, Rocky 1, he fights Creed, and. Oh, okay. No, just spoilers <laughs> for Rocky 4. Um, Rocky is cornering Apollo, oh, and Apollo's getting corner, his ass, okay. like. Beat, like, beat by Ivan Drago. And then um, he wants to throw in the towel, but Apollo doesn't let him, and then Apollo dies. And that's why he doesn't want to corner Because again. he doesn't want that same situation and, to happen. Because the last time mm. he did it, the guy he cornered died, which is, like, kind of an unsuccessful cornering. <laughs> How many times can you let a <laughs> and, boxer die in your corner? Hmm. Uh, exactly. like, And I feel like, oh, that's, like, a pretty... The fact that you enjoyed this film without knowing that history is actually pretty powerful because, like, I, like, that, the fact that he, you know how he, like, he doesn't mm. want to do it? Um, it stems entirely it's, it's from that. It's interesting, I think right? The film a good no, it doesn't actually tell
0: you, like, what actually happened, like, the, the events, like, what were the details of the events? The yeah. film doesn't actually say, oh, this person killed your father. You just, like, the film
1: assumes that everybody's seen those films. <laughs> Would you have, like? Did that hurt your enjoyment of it? I don't like, did, think so. When he said, I don't want to do it, did you go like, well... I don't think so. I, I, I just kind of made up my own scenario in my head. <laughs> I just, I yeah, just right. made right. You kind of thought, oh, he's an old man and he's past it now. He doesn't want no, to do I it No, I just thought
0: to myself, I was like, oh, I think he he was the one that maybe killed his father.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, you come up with yeah, a different yeah, scenario. Yeah, scenario. Yeah, like, yeah sure. I just thought,
0: okay. oh, yeah, he killed his father. But then for whatever reason, I just didn't question it or further that, that questioning anymore because I... I would have to enjoy the film. Mm, I, I mean, I just, I just, I was enjoying the film already. So I wasn't, I wasn't in a different direction. Like my mind wasn't going, yeah, in, yeah, it's, it's going in a different direction where I was rabbit holing a little bit and going, oh, I wonder what really happened with his dad. Like I know his dad died. I, for, I just made up a story that, oh, yeah, I think Rocky Babo accidentally killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that fair. sounds more exciting actually.
1: <laughs> that would have made it more like much more powerful for you than that. He's like, I killed his dad. Yeah.
0: That's why I found it to have so much impact because, um, now he's trying to create restitution or, you know, do restitution by looking after this, his son, you know? So that's why mm. I thought I had a bit more grip to it. And I was like, Oh, now that you've told me that it wasn't him, <laughs> it's gotten yeah. way too much. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay, so that was 30 years ago. Undaunted, Donny travels to Philadelphia in hopes of getting in touch with his father's old rival, turned friend, former heavyweight champion. Dun, 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 Rocky babal So that leads yeah. us straight into act two. There's a little transition here. Uh Donnie meets Rocky at Rocky's Italian restaurant adrian's named in honor of his deceased wife now okay so i didn't even know this either all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right yeah um if you watch number six
1: that's when you find out about this uh, well funny restaurant. thing is
0: like um the name adrian i just remember like video memes and stuff like where people are making like, yeah uh, people are making fun of rocky going yeah, yeah
1: adrian. i didn't even know he was calling his wife so <laughs> All oh, right. right. So you didn't know that his, I mean, no, this movie does a reasonable good job of saying, telling you that his wife died of cancer, right? Like he does, it does a good job of mm, telling you that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I kind of
0: understood that, but um, yeah, didn't pick it up. That it was his wife at the beginning. Cause you kind of see the neon sign, Adrian's in the pizza restaurant. Mm. Um, and asked Rocky to become his trainer. Rocky is reluctant to return to boxing. Having already made one, a one-off comeback. At a very advanced age, despite having suffered brain trauma during his career as a fighter, however, he eventually agrees. Donnie asks him about the secret third fight between him and Apollo, just after Apollo helped Rocky again, or uh, regain the heavyweight title, and Rocky reveals that Apollo won. So, is this in the films? Uh,
1: so, the secret third fight is not in the film. Like the the pretense of it, it's one of those like eighties films where like they're getting ready to fight, and then they, they do like a... Oh, Gotcha, Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, And you don't know who wins. So um, is this, this kind of a cool, cool, cool thing for people that love the Rocky films? Like, where they're kind of like,
1: oh, <sighs> like, we finally get the answer. It's kind of or- like interesting, because like, if I think about it from like a realistic standpoint, what kind of arsehole is going to say, I did, I beat your dad. <laughs> like, your dad's dead. <laughs> he's the kind of <laughs> Your dad's dead, and I beat him again. Like he's the kind of dude who would lie, even if he did win. So it doesn't do a whole lot to have that that in the film. Honorable
0: dignity, I suppose that a wise character like that would have.
1: Yeah. One thing I probably want to talk about is like, so when he first like, you don't know why he goes to Philadelphia, and then like the first night he's in Rocky's um restaurant, I found that was cool because like it's just again tight script writing. Wait, to...
0: I, I thought I understood why he was going to Philadelphia. Ah, <laughs> uh, did yeah. you? I, I didn't catch it. Like, he because was the,
1: a video. But... Yeah,
0: I mean, sorry to cut you off, but it was a conversation yeah, that was yeah, having with right. his mum.
1: Did he say I'm going to Philadelphia? Didn't, he didn't say Rocky?
0: Philadelphia, but there's a huge implication with their dialogue because she said, you need to go to
1: so-and-so place. And then... Oh, okay, I can't recall that. I thought yeah. he... he why would she tell him to go to somewhere for boxing purposes? She doesn't want to box. Well, him because yeah, she, she doesn't,
0: but like she, she eventually like gives some, some advice, I guess. on like, if, if you're going to go train, you better train at the right place.
1: I don't even know what the, the, the line is, but it's something, it's something. Yeah. Like that. You know what? It's weird. We saw this today <laughs> and I forget this. I kind of thought she's just like, I don't want you boxing. And it's like, well, I'm going to go tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'll and He says and something you, like, there's like, only one place that I can you.
0: train at. And then she sort of affirms it or something like that. And, and mm. at that point I'm kind of like, okay, this is when the Rocky story kicks in.
1: So. Yeah. Like I, when I first watched this film, I didn't expect Rocky to have so much of a role yeah, in the film. Right, and I was actually right, really yeah, happy yeah, that he was, because I thought it was a Creed mm. film with a Rocky cameo, but there's a lot of Rocky. I mean, Rocky's right? like the, the supporting Rocky.
0: actor, right? And he won, he won the Oscar yeah, for supporting yeah. actor.
1: Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, but one thing I like is that like, when he shows up at the the bar, like again, great camera work there, great dialogue there. Um, you sort of see the discomfort in, mm-hmm. in, in Rocky. I feel like Rocky does these like few little touches where he like, he hears his, his son and he sits down on the chair or when he hears he's got cancer, he takes mm-hmm. the hat off. It's these like small little actions that convey a lot of, 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 of emotional mm-hmm. weight. It conveys like. a lot about his so character finds, as well. I, yeah, like it's like really small things, but for some reason it just really works for him mm. as a character just because maybe yeah. because I've seen him for like many, many, many years mm. and I just, you know. It's also it so a good much, mark
0: but... of, uh, I mean, a mark of a good actor, somebody who knows the character mm. inside and out. And you'd, I guess you wouldn't expect anything less having to play that character
1: for so long, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like, so like that part of the film is like, I, I just enjoy mm. that because that's when it starts to really find some some um, mm. speed. And then when Donnie asks him about the secret, secret third fight, and he tells him, you kind of see that he's like starting to trust mm-hmm.
0: him. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the cool thing I like about the scene is is the lighting as well. Now, the lighting is pretty impeccable throughout the entire film, but in this particular scene, the lighting is deliberately dull. It's it's very very toned mm. down to to sort of invoke a certain emotion about. The what they're about to talk about which is this very uncomfortable situation of him slowly discovering through breadcrumb scripting or breadcrumb dialogue which Mm. is kind of like how do you who are you how do you know these things and the the lighting is so clever that it's supposed to put you in this kind of void space where we don't know each other we're strangers but eventually we're going Mm. to maybe build a relationship out of this so Really, really good, like, very strong choices around the scene and and sort of the location of the scene, which is in his diner, he's just closed up, he's ready to go home. And Mm. it's a poignant scene, or it's a poignant choice in that respect because
1: it's trying to evoke that kind of emotion, right? So, yeah, it's really cool. One other thing I want to sort of mention about this scene is that, like, I feel like it's cool in the sense that, You've got this character, you know he's the son of Apollo Creed, right? Like, that's information that's made to you, and, like, you, you know, you've accepted it, it's not that big yeah. a deal anymore. But then there's the, this scene does a really good job of making you re-realize that that's, like, kind of a big deal, because Rocky finds out for the first time, and he's, like, quite surprised by it, and he, and he gets a breadcrumb mm-hmm. to him, right? Um, Again, it's just some sort of a fun little cathartic experience and you go, mm-hmm. oh, now Rocky's figuring mm-hmm. it out. Like, because we, as a crowd, we yeah. know it.
0: He's really yeah. good, Michael B. Jordan. In this movie, his performance is really strong. I was kind of, I was kind of yeah. like looking at this dude because he's, you know, I'm now seeing it through, um, like experienced sight Now, you know, I've seen him in Black Panther, I've seen him in Fever Station, and all mm. that kind of stuff. And I've always known him to be good, but I feel like Creed is probably the best performance I've ever seen him do. Um,
1: yeah, I haven't seen a lot of him, but I think so too. Like, I think he does this really good case of, like, he's got this chip on his shoulder, aggressive mm. guy, kind of hard of goldish, kind of gone through a lot mm. of trauma. He's good um, at playing those characters, But yeah. he just, he's very believable mm. in that role. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah. Because it's very easy to turn into a villain doing that kind of role, <gasps> right? You've gone. Even if you're still a protagonist.
0: <laughs> you lagged out. Where did you go? Did your internet cut off? <laughs>
1: Oh, did I like, I thought you yeah. liked, I was going to say, it's just very easy to become a villain when you're trying to be like an aggressive mm. sort of yep. protagonist. Yep.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, So Donnie trains at the front uh, street gym with several of Rocky's longtime friends as corner men. He also finds a love interest in Bianca an up and coming singer and songwriter in the early stages of progressive hearing loss. Donnie, fighting under his biological mother's surname, Johnson, and the fight name, Hollywood, or quote-unquote Hollywood, defeats local fighter Leo, the lion, Sporino, which upsets the opposing corner. This leads to the opposing side leaking the news that Donnie is Creed's illegitimate son, the bastard son, which I actually didn't know until mm. this point. I, didn't know. I mean, there was a dialogue that he had with somebody, oh, with his girlfriend where he says, um, like, yeah. you know, my mom had an affair or something like that. Oh, sorry. That's not, in, that's not yet, Oh, no. that's not yet?
1: That's not for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I guess this is where I find out that he's the illegitimate son. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Rocky receives...
1: Yeah, kind of, sorry, go. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think this is good, because it's kind of funny. Like, a lot of things happen mm-hmm. here. Like, so there's, there's a whole, the whole romance thing. One thing that I was kind of interested in was the fact that she's got progressive mm-hmm. hearing loss, and
0: what you, I'm what trying to make... That- that Ryan Cooler decided like, what is this creative choice behind having a character with progressive yeah. hearing? Cause I have no, like it has no real value to the film. It doesn't actually make the film any better or it doesn't make your character any better.
1: Like what is this whole choice around having progressive hearing? Yeah. I've actually been trying to make sense of it. Like <laughs> as I've been thinking about it and I'm just like, like it's a cool little character trait that shows someone who's like not afraid and you know, she's chosen music as a vocation, but she's going to lose her hearing, right?
0: But it's just, like, unexplored, but, though. It's just like, okay, she's someone yeah. who likes music and she's about to lose her hearing.
1: That end of story. But that's, like, a pretty powerful, courageous thing, but sure. it, you're right, it doesn't really have any bearing on the story. Like, her her, her bravery doesn't inspire mm. him in any yeah, meaningful it, it way. Yeah, it has nothing to do um, with
0: any of the characters around her. Like, it's, it doesn't even impact him. He's just kind of like, oh, so... Can I ask you about this? You know, tapping his ear, and that's really about yeah. it. <laughs> like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's like usually when there's something interesting in a character, it's got to do with um, something to the story to help maybe spice up the story a little bit, yeah, and do some inspiration, whatever. Like you know, there's a turn of events that happen. With that particular character trait but nothing happens at all it's just like she has progressive hearing loss and that's it this
1: is yeah this was one of my lowlights in the sense that like i can see the the premise of like a person with hearing loss choosing Mm. uh, pursuing music as like a pretty powerful thing um and i think it gives her character like more dimensions to make you think oh she's not just Mm. a pretty face but it's ultimately unfulfilled because they Mm. don't explore it and it's one of those things where, like, why bring it up if you're not going yeah. to explore it?
0: And this is where I'm going to say that I think my least favorite character in this is her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, the most uninteresting I, I character that... because she doesn't have anything to do, really.
1: <laughs> she she just supports. That's him.
0: all she does. She's just like she's there as a supporting girlfriend, and that's it. She has nothing else to do with the story. Yeah. Like, there's also there's some interesting ways you can you can Um, write these types of characters that are quote-unquote supporting uh, love partners or whatever you can um they can be the types of characters that can challenge our um protagonists right challenge him to go in certain directions and make better decisions for his life that can be a good thing they sort of tap onto that A little bit, you know, there's a little bit of like, oh, let's, let's, let's try and challenge the relationship a little bit when she finds out through the news that he's, um, creeds. But even that is like a 30 second fight. Yeah. But it's It's like a very short scene, you know, they go out into the street Mm. and then he's like, yeah, you're right. I should have been honest with you, blah, blah, blah. And then
1: after that, she's kind of like, okay, cool. (laughs) She's she's cool with it. And like, I understand that fight is not a bad one. But this is one of the reasons, like, this is a frustrating thing for me, like, that fight not being bad is fine, because it's not even that bad a lie that he told, and it's understandable why he told it. But then, when he beats up her mm-hmm. friend, um, and then she just sort of comes back, but a little bit later, like, that to me was like, uh, I don't know, unexplored. Yeah. It's like, what's yeah. the point? She
0: was just kind of the side character that really had no value to the story at all. <laughs>
1: So, like, a bit of history in, like, sort of the Rocky universe, it's kind of oh, all that it's, like, story the like romance that. <laughs> in, yeah, well, the, the romance in Rocky 1 is actually a very big part of that storyline, mm-hmm. and it does a lot of, it does a lot for right. the Rocky character, in the sense that, like, you've kind of got this sense that Rocky's, like, a down-on-his-luck guy, he doesn't really have a lot of luck with women, and, like, this woman isn't, like, a traditionally beautiful woman, she's just sort of, like, Adrian, yeah, um, but she just sort of, like, works at a pet store and he likes her and he has to show like a bit of his like more sensitive, mm. sweet kind of dumb side a little bit in order to kind mm. of win her over. But like through that, you kind of see a lot of his character is like a sweet, naive guy who just happens to be built really, really well. And he's like a pretty good boxer. Right. The thing about this film that I didn't like is that, like, that had a purpose and that kind of allowed him to show a lot of facets of his character. And it actually, like, grounds him a lot because he has no one in his corner his Mm -hmm. entire life. And then he finally gets her and she supports him and he's able to, like, do great things. Whereas in this film, Michael B. Jordan comes across as, like, a guy who's had many women Mm -hmm. in the past. And he could maybe see Tessa Thompson as just another Mm -hmm. one. But he says to her, no, you're different. You're special. You motivate me. Um, but that's just dialogue, right? That's just words. And he, he, he does act that out. And like those words actually ultimately have meaning Mm -hmm. because of his actions. But like, I don't know why she in particular motivates him. I don't know why, like there's a moment where she says, how many women have you been with? And he's like, ask me something else. It implies that he's been Mm -hmm. with a lot. So he is equally aggressive. He doesn't really show any different side of his character. Mm -hmm. Like he's, like he's sweet to her, but he's also very sweet Mm -hmm. to Rocky. Yeah. So you get that sense from his relationship with Rocky. You don't need yeah, her for that. Yeah. Um, there isn't anything yeah, that kind um, of draws just,
0: different aspects to the to his character. It's it's really just kind of same thing, yeah, you're like, just substituting her, uh, like uh, Rocky you could with her. Remove, I
1: guess, yeah. yeah, like Rocky already fulfills that purpose, and he's like very sweet mm. to Rocky. Like he's just like a, a great son mm-hmm. figure. And so when he's like kind of sweet to her, you are like, I that's cool. This just sort of reinforces his position Mm. as Rocky. And the thing is that's interesting as well is that, like, you know, again, he's had, like, many women in the past, so I don't know why she's so special or why he's treating Mm. her so well. Is is that just the kind of person he is? Yeah,
0: but we already know that. Like you
1: said, we already know that
0: because of the Rocky character and his mum. Like, he's very respectful of his mum. That's true,
1: too. Like, I just – I do like this movie a lot, but the Tessa Thompson character was something where, like, either you – Go all in mm. and you flesh it out or you drop the it entirely. And movie would be the same
0: anything. if she wasn't in it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I believe that.
0: Literally. Um, are we on to Act 3? No. Uh, uh,
1: no, we're on to... Oh, we he gets a call <coughs> from the handlers.
0: Gotcha. This leads to the opposing side leaking. Yeah, Rocky receives a call from the handlers, uh, handlers of world light heavyweight champion Pretty Ricky Conlan. He was being forced into retirement by an impending prison term. He offers to make Donnie his final challenger, provided that he fights using his father's surname, Creed. Donnie is hesitant at first, wanting to forge his own legacy. However, he eventually agrees with a little convincing from Bianca. Okay, this. Is, okay, if there's one credit we can give Bianca, it's because he's the one that forces, not forces, but really encourages him to use the Creed.
1: But um, yeah, but, uh, I, I kind of take back what I said yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, like, not
0: much. I mean, if there's any, if, if there's anything, we can of, could've it could have been, been, been his mom.
1: His mom. It could have been yeah. even Rocky. Rocky could have been that guy, right? Mm, maybe. Yeah. Because Rocky knew his dad. It could have been more powerful. Yeah. yeah. Rocky, and, and that's
0: like, that, that can also be like another leaf of development for Rocky's character eventually coming to terms with, mm. I need to trust Donnie now.
1: And I need to trust him. Because Rocky could have easily been like, you know, I don't want you to do this fight, but you know what? Like, you deserve to use his name. Mm. You are his son. It's yeah. actually a pretty powerful thing. And you can thing.
0: become your own by um, living out your real, your true bloodline kind of thing, you
1: know? One thing that I really enjoy about this particular plotline is that it's a real callback to the first mm. Rocky because in the first film, um, Apollo creates the champion of the world oh. and Rocky is Spoiler. nobody, right? Like right. straight I'm up nobody. <laughs> 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 and and the reason he chooses to fight rocky is purely because like he has a gap and rocky's nickname is the italian stallion and he kind of just falls in love with like mm. apollo creed and the italian stallion like, is that where that, cool that name comes from the rocky films yeah the italian stallion is like his sort yeah. of nickname i don't know if it came i mean surely they didn't make it up mm. but um yeah, I mean, it's just like one of those things where it's like purely because the name sounds cool, he's going to get an opportunity of a lifetime, which is pretty much what's mm. happening here. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I enjoyed that.
0: Cool nice throwback. With her, but yeah, sorry, Bianca, but your character just wasn't very
1: exciting. <laughs> she, she, she didn't did do a lot. lot. Like, she did that, but someone else could have done that. Like, I just, I feel like she's like, what, 20 minutes?
0: Yeah, all well, up, probably about that. 20, 25 minutes, maybe. Mm.
1: Yeah, you could of tighten course, that,
0: for sure. <sighs> just cut, her cut, her cut her out. Cut her out. More <laughs> fighting. More fighting. <laughs>
1: Also, like boxing films, shouldn't be two hours. True, right? like they shouldn't. They It's, shouldn't it's be over hour two half. hours, actually. Yeah, you know what? You said one hour fifty-two. Yeah, sorry, I it's swear not one, I saw sorry, it's not one. saw 133 minutes. One
0: hour fifty-two. It's actually two hours and thirteen minutes. Yeah, I yeah, one thirty-three hours that. from the previous film that I had in this template. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, let's jump to Act Three. All right well, helping Donnie train, Runkle... Runkle? Runkle? Oh, I did uncle. like... Oh, yeah, yeah, Runkle. Really cool. He keeps calling him uncle. Unk! Hey, Unk! <laughs> uh, Rocky stumbles, falls, and r- is rushed to hospital. Through further testing, he is diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Lymphoma? Okay. He is unwilling to undergo chemotherapy, citing... Uh, it's a bit inability to save Adrian when she had ovarian cancer. It's like, dude, man, she had a different type of cancer. Come on. Don't
1: you know? Yeah. But I think he, he explains this reasonably well. I think when he talks to Donnie, where he's sort of saying like, everyone I know is dead. And oh, I want to I, die I totally, I was totally with it for
0: that. Like I was totally with his reasoning and his rationale for sure. That was like, that I was I, I very, like very that. tough because, like, you know, he's obviously very scarred from losing his, his wife to cancer and and it makes a lot of sense he doesn't need to know that there are two different types of cancers all all he's understanding is that i've got cancer this is this is actually my time my time to go
1: Hmm. yeah yeah he's happy about it because like you see him in that scene where um he goes and visits the Mm. graves right and he's like very happy talking to his wife that's a beautiful scene yeah yeah it's, a great so scene. Like, it's actually i feel like that scene is we didn't talk about it very much but the idea that like he's like pulling a special chair out of the tree like you know he goes yeah. there all the time and i just think i love that kind of cinematography where you're able to uh, it's not called cinematography but like mm-hmm. scripting i guess where you just gain so much about a character from like one oh motion. yeah from
0: just monologue you know and yeah, the sitting. But
1: and like the fact that he has a chair there. It tells, you, go, so the the it tells you so much about the character. Tells you so much. Tells you that he's yeah. still
0: hanging on to like past memories. You know, he's trying to move on, but his way of dealing with this is just by hanging out. Um like he's talking to her like she's still alive, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's also what we call um Um uh psychosis. No
1: one thing that I kind of didn't like about this film at this point was that like And I I probably didn't really go into it that well because I've kind of missed it. But like Donnie is brilliant against random Mexicans. He gets destroyed by Wheeler when he's training with Rocky. He's shown to be like really fit, but his boxing skills aren't very good. Like he's worse than that random guy's son. Mm. Right. He's like learning from that random Mm -hmm. guy's son. Um, and then he beats the, the kid of the other coach, and it seems somewhat lucky, hmm. to be honest. Like, he doesn't do that great. Um, like, it, I feel like the film doesn't do a great job of letting you understand, like, sort of how good is he and how well is his training hmm. progressing? Because for him to get destroyed by the number two, but then do such a good job against number one... Oh, you mean by the time yeah, he gets okay, there You're saying
0: sort of the um, chronicle, uh, chronological timeline from when he loses to number two and then... Well, he doesn't actually beat number one. Remember, he loses. <laughs> yeah, but he does. Really well, he does a really cool. good job. But I guess there's <laughs> there's progression of some sort there. It it wasn't really an issue that I had. Like I never even thought about that yeah. being an issue. I never thought about his boxing regime or his training program as we see it in sequences. You know, it sort of jumps in and out. He's in the gym. He's outside the gym. He's running outside or whatever. Um. All of that kind of stuff is kind of like a blurred montage to me. And I don't really, I don't oh. really kind of see all these f- training sequences as kind of like, oh, he's really good here. But then the next training
1: session, oh, he's not really that good here. Hey- i'm picky about montage so you, you know what I love it a good montage i'll get yeah. into it like usually in a good montage it's like he's trying to chase the chicken right and he, he can't chase it he's so slow and then the coach is like oh you're so slow mm-hmm. you're so crap and then you got the music building in mm-hmm. the background and he's kind of crap at everything by the time you get to the end he catches it really fast and the coach is like looking at the stopwatch with like <laughs> eyes wide like oh how fast is this this is so fast and then like he you know does a punching thing and everyone's yeah. like whoa yeah. you're so good like there's that the last 30 seconds of a montage, everyone is just mm. shocked at the growth that this yeah, person Yeah, and see, has all showed. this stuff is, like, towards or pretty close to that in fight scene as well. Like, when he's getting better and better and better at this kind of stuff. No, no, no. no. I don't think this montage is, like, um, as linear as that. I th- th- there is no, oh, my God, look how great you're doing. Oh, part yeah. Of online, I would agree right? with that. I like,
0: that. I don't think there's ever a moment where I was kind of like... Oh, he's he's ready. I I never actually felt like that. Right. And, and I, exactly. I remember I thinking that, that when I was watching the film, I was like he just looks like the same fighter
1: that he was in the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah, and like it's kind of implied that like he's not very good. I kind of wished that like he can get destroyed by the number two mm. fighter in the world, but when he's bad at boxing fundamentals mm that to me made it like an unbelievable growth yeah. that he had. Well, see, th- but
0: that's the that's the very reason why I would probably say that it makes sense for him to get to the end um, and put up a really good fight, almost could have actually won mm. the fight, but he lost to, what, just like punches or whatever?
1: The number one fighter yeah. in the world. Yeah, I really, mean, he like... lost to the
0: number one fighter, but he almost beat him. But that tells me that, he's he spent this time between fighting number two and getting destroyed um, and then fighting number one. He sp- in between, he spent all that time working on fundamentals because it makes sense to me. Like when we first meet him as a boxer, he's not really a boxer, but he's a pretty talented fighter, right? Like you wouldn't you yeah, you yeah, look at sure, this guy sure. and be like, yeah, this guy can't fight. <laughs> like you look at this guy and be like, yeah, this guy can fight. Like he's he's got some of that experience and you could call it like the, the Creed blood. Gift that he's got, he he knows how to throw punches, but he just doesn't know boxing fundamentals, and that's what really destroyed him against number two because number two was just doing fundamentals, right? I'd imagine that's what fundamentals are. Yeah, yeah. And then he's he's spent this whole time with Rocky working on fundamentals, essentially, because he doesn't like. There's no, as far as I can see, there's no issues with how fast he is with with punching. There's no issues with how good he is with like the impact behind his punch. I think he's got all that.
1: He just needs. Some guidance. <laughs> I just, and I think this is maybe me asking to be handheld. And like, you know, I normally say, oh, don't tell me, you mm. should show me. But I would, I think in these kind of films, I kind of want to be told a little bit. I would have liked it if one of the coaches was like, man, that kid learns fast. And it's like, oh, he's a creed or some <laughs> crap like that. Just to sort of, like I don't want that. I don't want that. Give, <laughs> like, give some indication as to why he's so. Like, l- I do There were anyway, so many moments
0: so- where, um, uh, I can't remember if it was the other coach where he was sparring with him. Um, Actually, no, it, it was during one of those sparring sessions. It might have been the second time that they were sparring. Um, and yeah. Rocky says, you need to be faster, you need to be faster, because he was too slow like, during those. Like, so I yeah, remember those yeah, yeah. types of scenes.
1: Exactly. Like, when he's not good, mm. you see that a lot. And I wish there was just like a – because in, in all the other Rocky movies, there's always that, that part in the montage where he – like. He does it really well. There's probably
0: like a quintessential scene where you're like, oh my God, he is ready. Like, you know, and no, this movie doesn't actually have any of that, which is very interesting.
1: Exactly. Because in Rocky one, he like climbs the stairs, Mm -hmm. the the famous stairs, Rocky three, they're running on the beach and he finally beats Apollo. Oh my God. I've actually seen
0: that on a gif.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like he's running on the beach. It's like that gay (laughs) scene uh, that everyone always points at. (laughs) <laughs> and then in number four he like finally climbs this icy mountain and he's cheering right. like it's i just yeah. i wanted that and i didn't get it i think this one actually it's a, is it a good sure. time to talk about it i wonder there's a scene i'm just want to yeah there's a scene in this movie where he's running and he's made friends with these random motorbike kids in the area yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to go see Rocky. Come ride with me. And they're like, yeah, Adonis. And they're all riding with him and he's running. And then, like, he gets to a random stop in the street. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, punching, punching, <laughs> punching. Um, they're all around yeah. him on their bikes, like, revving. And then Rocky's, like, on the top of – like, he's, like, in the second floor looking down, mm. clapping. That's very much and like, like a Rocky scene, right? To- it's very much like Rocky. That is? I, like <sighs> – I thought it. Like that one looked a little bit corny. It's pretty corny. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason, I love it when Rocky does it in the other films. I don't know maybe why. Maybe this one is just like, it's not
0: uh, It's not that kind of setting anymore. It's not that kind of time period. I think maybe that time period back then, it really worked, but I don't know. 21st century, just it's wonder... like, it's, it's so different.
1: And. I don't think it's that I don't like the concept. I just think maybe like the, the, the dirt bike, the (laughs) fact that they're like around him and he's just like punching in the middle of a ring of dirt bikes. Would you have
0: preferred scooters?
1: (laughs) I would have loved, no, I just think maybe he needed to go like vertical a little bit. Or skateboards. Maybe skateboards would have been cooler. (laughs) Skateboards would have been way cool. Oh no, no, no. They're doing wheelies on their dirt bikes. No, the the dirt bikes are actually quite cool. I'll I'll admit that i just I just feel like stopping randomly in the middle of the street and then boxing mm. felt weird to me and then you see rocky in the top and I'm like, oh okay, he stopped because this was his destination it's it's,
0: it's such a weird <laughs> thing because like these types of things that happen in the film which is it's very similar to like the strange character trait that the girlfriend has like w- the same thing goes with these bikers it's like it's so bizarre to me like why mm. like I, I don't I don't think this movie benefited at all. From having these bikers because I remember it was foreshadowed from when he first, when he has his first training session wakes up early in the morning then he goes for a run and he has to keep and he has to keep up with the van. It's foreshadowed there where that, um that bikey, that bikey, <laughs> that what do you call it? Like dirt bike or BMX rider or whatever. It's a bike yeah. Like he, gift. he wheelies, wheelies past him like really quick, you know, just oh, just okay. as the van pulls up. It's it's really it abrupt. Like I mean, it's 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 so obvious, and I'm kinda like, that was such a random thing to have in a scene. <laughs> it was like <laughs> and then of course it's foreshadowed, <laughs> and I was like, no, oh, that's why that was at the beginning of the film because they're eventually tying it back with them circling.
1: I just felt like they want they had like they like um a bunch of people that were hired were like, you know, I'm really good at running dirt bike, and we're like, oh, let's work that in somehow. <laughs> (laughs) like can (laughs) Can you imagine no i i I think i think the whole point of that was
0: to try and create a scene that is resemblant of like the rocky series and so how do we do that in the 21st century way it's like oh i got my good idea let's do like dirt bike wheelies because maybe that's a popular thing in philadelphia in the 21st century which i think it is (laughs) (laughs) You
1: know what I I really wish they did? And I think this would have been cheap. And I think like if it did happen this way, I probably would have complained Mm. about it. But in the first film, oh, not in the first film, in the second film. So the great thing is, it's a great, it's a great um, sort of uh, progression. In the first film, he runs the length of Philadelphia. Then he gets up to the stairs and it's like, yeah, and he's punching and no one (laughs) gives a shit. Right. And then the second film, he is famous Mm. by then. And so when he starts running, all the kids start ah, running with him. And then he gets to the top of the like stairs. That sounds like way more impact. And, like, and he's got like stairs or like he's got like just all these kids around him and he's punching, 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 and they're cheering and they're like really happy for that him. That sounds way better. And that's great. <laughs> and like, I think like like it's kind of cheap for him to do the same stair He run, does it at the end, yeah. But at the same time, oh, he mm. does like a walk. But I would have loved it if Rocky said, you know what? You need to get from here to here in like three mm. minutes like this is like a yeah, top gun yeah. situation and like he just fails fails mm-hmm. fails fails and then one time he pulls it off and he's so happy and he's cheering and he's punching the air and all that stuff and you don't need dirt bikes you don't need kids i think it would have been a cool homage it would have been like that scene mm-hmm. done better and even though it's kind of cheap because he's doing the exact same run and the exact same scene in the exact same mm-hmm. position i just think it yeah. would have been cool
0: yeah fair enough fair enough i gotta watch this rocky movie don't i you do. it so good, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, where was he? Very yeah. camp, I think. Uh, he right. offers to make Donnie his final challenger, provided you uh, have said that part. Yes, this yes, is. Yes. No, oh, you're I'm down, down here. here. Sorry. You're down. Oh, at three, that's yeah. right.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. Donnie, Donnie later here, Donnie. finds
0: out and urges him to seek treatment his diagnosis and the fact that his best friend and brother-in-law paulie panino adrian's brother has now died along with apollo and his old trainer mikey goldmill consign him to accept his eventual death without treatment donnie confronts rocky again and refuses to train for his fight with conlin if rocky doesn't accept treatment while uh, which rocky finally agrees to Donnie fights Conlon at Goodison Park in Conlon's hometown of Liverpool and many parallels emerge between the bout that ensues and Apollo and Rocky's first fight 40 years earlier. First before,
1: yeah, apparently 40 years earlier. 40? Oh, Oh, one thing I wanted to mention here that I didn't like was that um, the whole Rocky not wanting to accept treatment and then finally starting to accept treatment, I think that could have been given mm-hmm. more time, mm-hmm. more weight, more emotional weight. It's a pretty powerful uh, plot point, and they just kind of get mm. gloss over it a bit.
0: I think so. Like the dialogue that they have between the two of them was strong-ish, but I agree. I think that scene could have been explored a lot more. But then again, we're sort of eating into runtime, and it's like, what do you need to sacrifice here? Yeah, I know it's
1: already two hours <laughs> thirteen. Like, yeah, you, you want to kill Bianca, right? Like, I do too. Like, I just felt like. You know, he, he's consigning himself to mm-hmm. death. For him to turn back on that is a pretty big mm. deal, um, and it's not just like, "Well, I'm not training if you're not yeah. fighting." Yeah, it, it, yeah. And there's like a there's a scene where like Rocky's like, you know, oh, he fights and he taught me to fight and things I believe in too, and mm. I appreciate that. And I'm just like, I wish there was more yeah. to it. I don't know what it could have been but I would have I mean, liked more. They,
0: they they could have explored the relationship between the two of the characters a lot more you know highs and lows mm. and all that kind of stuff instead of having this love interest character because this the, the love <clears throat> the romantic story doesn't need to be in a film like this this film is rich enough in storytelling it's rich enough in character building of the two main characters Rocky and Creed mm. it's it's good enough on its own like that you don't need a romantic story for sure
1: he never had, like, a father figure, and that's what he gets yeah. in Rocky. Like, that's, like, such that, a powerful thing. Exactly, and that's thing. what the
0: character needs. The character doesn't need to have a relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need a girlfriend, because he's had many women in the past, and, yeah. like, you know. Anyway. Anyway. Um,
0: and additionally, to the surprise of nearly everyone, uh, Donnie gives Conlon all he can't handle. Conlon knocks. Wait, did I just skip a whole thing? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, you're, you're, you 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 skipped here, First, yeah.
0: before entering the room, Donnie receives a present. From Marianne, new American flag trunks similar to the ones Apollo and later Rocky wore. That's pretty nice. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same ones that the dad wore. I just thought, um, I just thought um, which oh, well,
0: mum has got... Corny taste with, like, the patriotic shots. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, the cool thing about this is, like, it kind of shows that she, like, accepts him now, which I think is a kind of nice moment. It is a nice Again, moment. Yeah, a nice moment,
0: it's a nice moment, but it's not like... actually explored a lot. Like, her relationship with her son is actually not a big part of this film, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and it should have mm-hmm. been. I think it could have been a really good parental movie oh yeah because
0: he needs he needs guidance from these two role models in his life right and i feel like his mom is sidelined a little bit in this entire film whatever time that she has on screen it's good like she's got good acting she's Mm. got good performance she's got good emotional portrayal like like she cries like in the tv screen
1: like in the tv screen when she's watching from home she's crying you know She's actually, yeah, I, when they keep cutting to her, I'm like, I'm so happy yeah. she's in this because like, she's actually adding a lot of weight yeah. to this film. Like, it makes me care for mm. him more, seeing mm, that she cares mm, for mm.
0: him. That's, that's a really good sort of parenting moment, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit sad that she's not a bigger part of this film and a bigger part of his journey, actually, because his journey is mm. really just predicated on his relationship with Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... Additionally, Additionally, to the surprise then. of nearly everyone, Donnie gives Conlon all he can handle. Conlon knocks Donnie down, but Donnie recovers to knock Conlon down for the first time in his career. Oh, actually, before we
1: move ahead, so this is like the entire, like this is like 30 minutes of fight, right? That we've just covered off here. No, it's more like um, 10 minutes. I
0: really... <laughs> it's it's not, really? Yeah, oh, okay. it, the fight feels um, longer than it
1: actually is. Mm. Oh, really? Um, I feel like... Like, you know, the fights go. Like, if you watch the old Rocky movies, the fights are not good. Oh, really? Like, it's like, they're they're like WWE style, like putting their hand out and punching it in the face. Like, it's not. They're supposed to encourage me to watch these fight fight scenes. (laughs) Uh, The storyline's really good. (laughs) Um, But the fight scene, like, the fight scene is, like, fun for an action movie fight scene. But if you're a boxing enthusiast, you're going to think, wow, this is very unrealistic. Like, I can't fathom that, um, you know this is how boxing is the <laughs> yeah, best fighter in the world yeah um but what was i going to say um yeah i like the way that mm-hmm. he gets up
0: after I the think big that's knock cool. and i enjoyed the whole like
1: the very big one yeah the after the one. big knockdown he um like sort of get he gets knocked mm-hmm. down and then, like the the commentators, like, oh, he just got up like he was possessed, and I'm just like, man, that really worked <laughs> for me because he like he he thinks about mm. the trauma he went through. He thinks about again Rocky it's that montage thing. that. It actually it was it's it's kind of a
0: corny moment, like very very sort of cliched. Mm. Um, character is down. And he's going to think about his like past or whatever. It's it's pretty cliched, but I kind of liked it though. Like it kind of worked. I, I think it the worked. editing was actually what saved it, perhaps. But um, yeah,
1: yeah. And I liked it better than like what I expected it was going to happen where he's like, he's down and then he slowly like fights his mm. way up, um, which is what yeah. you always see. And like, they're fine. But like this one where he's like down the ground, he thinks he thinks he's, and he's like, he, he yeah. just shoots up. It's almost like illegal.
0: he gets shot from um, a defibrillator or something. And
1: he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I enjoyed the the whole like HBO kind of presentation. Right. Like uh, that's kind of mm-hmm. newish. I don't know. I think they probably did it in the last Rocky film as well, mm. but I enjoyed yeah. that.
0: Nice. Um Donnie goes uh, goes the distance, but Conlon wins on a split decision, and Donnie has won the respect of Conlon and the crowd. As Max Kellerman puts it while calling the fight for HBO, Ricky Conlon won the fight, and Bonadotis Creed won the night. Conlin's <laughs> so cheesy. That's <laughs> what so these so movies are cheesy. about, man. Conlon tells Donnie that he is the future of light heavyweight light heavyweight division. It sounds like an, a hmm. uh, what do you call it? it sounds like a, a clash of terms. Light heavyweight division is that what they
1: called? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I never thought oh. about that till now.
0: Is that it? Oh, okay. It's real.
1: It's like I mean they've all got weird light names. Heavyweight division. The, the divisions like heavyweight, light heavyweight, middleweight. Right. Uh, God, I don't know. the sounds other Sounds like one. very odd terms
0: <laughs> for a division. Yeah. <laughs> it's not lightweight. Walterweight. Walter what the hell is a Walterweight?
1: I don't know, fight stuff Actually, I'm thinking about UFC, I don't know the boxing oh, um, right. Fight weights
0: um, Then the film ends with Donnie and a frail but improving Rocky climbing the 72 steps Outside the entrance of the Philadelphia Museum of Arts And that is the end The recap Did you know I 72 s-
1: steps? <laughs> is that a thing that they no, talk about? No idea I didn't know about cheesesteaks Philly cheesesteak, Man, I, I haven't, like, had a real one oh. before. I really want to try one. I guess I haven't had a real yeah.
0: one, if you consider having a real one, from actually going to Philadelphia. But I've had Philly steaks in the United States,
1: just not in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were they good? They're good. Oh, they must have been real. Because the ones here are not oh. good, in my opinion. I think there's some like, good cafes to, like... that can pull off a nice Philly cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me a list. I'm curious. Because, like, I've been to that place that specializes in it. It's just try. That? And I know it's not meant to be dry. i uh, a I'll look it up. But, well, okay, why why look it up? It's... Why don't we give <laughs>
0: this film our overall rating out of ten? All right. Uh, who went first last um, I can't remember. You go first. Philly up. Philly, Philly up. What's the up. Oh man. You don't want to go to a yeah, place that just good. calls a place like
1: buy its product. <laughs> I know. I just like sometimes I want it because, like, I, it looks so good on film, and then you eat it and it's like, oh, it's not good. Maybe I should make, make one.
0: one. They're not that hard to make.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Okay. Anyway, uh what am I giving ah, Give me a summary this and give hard. me a square okay.
1: of 10. You know, actually, I'm actually down on it a little bit more as we went through the recap. It's the romantic um, relationship. Like isn't it? It's the romantic. A <laughs> yeah. I legitimately like I think I'm biased here, but I have I have a really fun time mm-hmm. with these kind of films. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy them. Um I think this one has an emotional weight. Um it is overpacked mm-hmm. storyline wise, and I think that's because of Bianca. Um so I'm giving it like an eight point five mm-hmm. or a nine. I'm probably gonna settle on a score after you talk. No, no you can't do that. Come
0: on, settle on the score. <laughs>
1: Come on. Uh what did I give Rough <laughs> <Last> Onion? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you definitely gave Glass Onion a, a lower score compared to
1: Knives Out. Yeah. Okay, let me look at Knives Out. I want to <laughs> see what it is for what, what I gave it. What, what do you what are you gonna okay. give? Oh I'll give it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay, I'll give this a I'll give this I'll okay. give this a nine. 9
0: out of 10 for Tony. Creed. You're yeah. you here first, well, well. folks. Um I'm gonna give this a Eight out of ten. I Uh, initially, before recapping, before doing this uh, uh, podcast, I actually thought, oh man, this is a solid nine out of ten film. But then after talking about it, I'm like, oh man, I gotta bring it all the way down (laughs) to an eight.
1: eight. It loses
0: two points of like the perfect score of ten because it's things like. It's things like the romantic relationship aspect. It just doesn't work. Like, I like Tessa Thompson. I think she's a good actress. And I think
1: she... Yeah. She doesn't do a bad bad job job at all. She does a good
0: job at being this character, but the character has zero purpose in the film. Serves the plot no no way... (laughs) It just, yeah, she has no way of serving the plot at all. Doesn't even serve the characters around her, especially her boyfriend, which she should have played a big role in that. And the other thing that sort of brings it down um, to what eight is just missed opportunity with his mum, not having that relationship, because that would have been a powerful anchor to develop and to take the character into different areas that we're unfamiliar with. Because as much as I think the character is really good in this film, uh, you know, we're talking about Michael B. Jordan's character it's good mm-hmm. but it's still fairly one-dimensional I, I feel like his characters a little bit flat it's not th- like he's I, I don't come away from this I don't come Actually. away from this film thinking oh yeah he's the kind of guy that I want to hang out with <laughs> you know but not that that's what I'm looking for in a character I'm just trying to say that yeah. he's a very one-dimensional character where there's not he, a he lot of, off. like um, there's not a lot of interesting layers to him. The only layer to him is that he's, he's yeah. he's traumatized. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove himself to the world. Um, and that's really about it.
1: Yeah. I, I, he comes across as someone I definitely do not mm. want to spend time with. Um, I think that's on purpose. i <laughs> uh, not on purpose, but like, I think that's like, it's like strong and I'm like, Oh, okay. It goes either way. I'm happy with that. But like, yeah, you're right in that. Like he, he's like kind of like a, just a, a generic, nice guy. Who's very aggressive. Who cares mm. a lot about boxing and wants to like yeah. you know, make a and, and if that's the
0: intention yeah. for ryan kugler then they've achieved that in flying colors for sure but I, I just find the character just to be a little bit wooden at times um someone yeah. like rocky right he's very experienced very wise he's not a one-dimensional wooden character i don't know if he's if he's like oh. that in rocky like is this uh, is, is he a very wooden or flat character in rocky or is what you see here not at all he's, like, no. very in, he's a very interesting guy
1: and, and that's the thing that I think like this movie tries to capture um, where like, cause like Rocky is like this, like he's like this brute who's really soft and right. really sweet. See, that's, that's um, a more interesting really character well.
0: to really engage with and really connect. I always like, I, I see this kind of character and I'm seeing the performance. It's almost like watching fireworks, but I don't really care about it. You know, it's like, I'm not connecting mm. to the character in in this kind of way where I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm.
1: Yes. I'm all for it. Interesting to me is that, like, I think, like, his interactions with Rocky and taking care of a sick Rocky, like, I felt like he had some yeah. depth in those yeah. scenes. But then they're yeah. few and far. Yeah, exactly.
0: Time. I I agree with that as well. Yeah. Like the scene we're the first scene where he goes to the hospital for the first time. Um, I think that's nice, you know, where he's
1: sort of uh, instructing, and they're like working out yeah. in the hospital, and there's a bit of a montage that's, there. That's really great. Good
0: that's stuff. great stuff. I would have liked to see a lot more of that kind of stuff, but otherwise, like, he's he's a fairly wooden character. And so those points sort of bring it down to an 8.10 for
1: me. Um, one thing that I wanted to call out before we ended this, and I think that this is one of the reasons why I really like this film, is that it is um, it's an example of a successful spinoff mm. in the way that, like, you take a brand-new character... You use the existing characters and the people that you know and love to anchor him mm. in a story. And then, like, let's say, for example, Rocky isn't in Creed 2. And I think that's actually probably likely. I think I've seen a picture because um, I've,
0: you
1: know, when I'm. Oh, okay. But even if he wasn't, I think Creed has taken enough shine off of Rocky enough to, like, stand mm. alone as its own franchise. And this makes me think of Black Panther 2 <laughs> <laughs> and their attempts at trying to, like, shoehorn in a spin-off in Ironheart and I was like very offended by that. <laughs> um yeah, like it was just awful. It was awful. Like she was the Bianca. Imagine like this movie was built around trying to make a Bianca spin-off. Oh jeez. It's the same.
0: It's, thing that's a really good way to put it? it is. Is. Although, although to Black Panther 2's credit, I think that character was much more interesting than Bianca.
1: I don't think she's that much more interesting than Bianca. Like, if you really think about it, well, I, like she's maybe more. If, if you're
0: defining uh, interesting character in terms of the lack of, or having no ability to contribute to the story. Yes. I'd agree with that. <laughs> cause like these characters yeah. actually don't yeah. contribute to the growth of the story at all.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Like they both don't. And like, cause that they're trying to make, like introduce her in order <clears throat> to create a spinoff. Um, whereas I think, yeah. Creed is like, you love Rocky, hey, love this guy. And I think they do a mm-hmm. good job of doing that, like taking that shine off of Rocky and passing some of it to Greed. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas I got really mad about Black Pants' two <laughs> attempt to do that in such a well, terrible way. here's
0: a way to settle this. If you had to take one of those characters for a drink,
1: who would it be? Wait, you're talking about like yeah. Ironheart or Bianca? Oh, probably. Uh, wait, a drink? Yeah, just, just to, to a hang beer. out, right? Maybe oh, Bianca what? purely because, because she like, just seems boring. I don't think I'm going to be engaged. <laughs> Ironheart. No, but Bianca's into like music, the making right. of music. That's interesting. That's stuff I can sort of get interested in. Whereas like uh Ironheart, whose character I forget the actual name of, uh, she's Riri. like the smartest woman in like. Like in America or something, right? Like she, she's just gonna be talking to me about like fucking quantum <laughs> physics or some shit. I don't yeah, know what, but she's, what's going on She's got on some
0: there. coolness to her as well. Like she's not just a straight up nerd. We we have we don't even know like how much of a nerd she is. We just assume, and as like even implied, like that she is a nerd because she can build all this up. But we don't know like her nerd dialogue, right? Like she just seems like a very cool, cool character. Cool yeah, but
1: I feel like if she wasn't talking about that, she's kind of just making uh, like concessions for me. Like, Oh, he's not interested in this kind of stuff. I'm going to talk about some dumb Mm. stuff that he's interested in. Whereas I think Bianca, I could talk to her about things she's passionate about and actually Bianca. You'd be like, like half the time you'd be like, did you
0: hear what I said? (laughs) (laughs) No, but she's got, she's got technology,
1: man. She's got technology up and around. (laughs) What? Another. Oh, another deal. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. She doesn't show signs... I mean, I bet in number two, though, she's going to show signs of actual degradation. I'm excited about two mm-hmm. and three, because I can see how... I mean, assuming he stays with her, of course, Um, there's going to be I actually be some, don't know if she's in the
0: there. next few movies.
1: It is Okay, if she's not in the next movie... Then drop me down to an eight. <laughs> 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 you have this like pending
0: rating at the moment. That's dependent on the second. Yeah, thing.
1: like like this has to lead to something. I don't know. I don't know her getting more deaf and him like <laughs> dealing with that i i think that's going to be like kind of uh, an interesting story uh, we, I,
0: I gotta show you i gotta share this m- the meme video with you oh my gosh it's it's really mean but i gotta share with you because you'll laugh yeah all <laughs> <Yeah>, right <laughs> all right okay so we've uh, spoken long enough about creed it's, it's running into almost two hours here thank you t- <laughs> Fuck, are we, yeah, again? Again? we talk We talked too much. Um, oh, bad. If you've hung in there this long, congratulations to you, listener. You yeah. get a badge. What badge do we give them? The legit cool badge. You know that one?
1: Yeah. Legit cool badge. The yeah. going to send it to badge. you. Digital
0: format, and you can turn it into an NFT if you want.
1: Yeah. No. We should. Oh yeah. Okay. But if they NFT, if they each turn it into an NFT, they don't actually. None of them own the NFT mm. then, right? Maybe. We have to make the NFT. Well, and oh, give okay. rights yeah, to yeah, them.
0: Well, that's a lot of work. You know, I already do a lot of work myself already. So.
1: Give and just give them a JPEG. Call it <laughs> an NFT.
0: <laughs> just encode it. Make up your own NFT code. It's like, yeah, this is the blockchain yeah. code for this NFT. Yes.
1: Hmm. Mm. Uh, it won't have value <laughs> anyway. So it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Good to have you back, Tony, on the podcast. Cool. Good to be, be back, back, man. Creed series, all your idea, by the way.
1: Oh, man, i tell you what, if this gets like even one listener, I'm going oh, to fall to success. Easy, easy. I've already got one. Yeah. Are you going to listen new. to it?
0: I'm going to click play.
1: Yeah. And then I'm going to
0: stop and then click play again on a different device and then it calculates. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, okay, don't, I don't know okay, if it works like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do suspect that sometimes because like um I, I played on a couple of different devices just to test if it's like working well, if the upload was worked. And then I go and have a look at the stats and yeah. it says like five listeners. I'm like, Oh, was three of those me?
1: <laughs> I'm going to listen. I'm going to, I've got three devices. I'm going to do it on the, the phone, right. the iPad. And then I'll holler the at Facebook, you. I'll holler at I'll you. At you it's all. like, if it's just you, <laughs> it's going to be the most, most successful one we have then in that case. Cause I'd never do this. Yeah, I never do three wow. device listens. Okay. I always do one. We're moving up in the world, and I, li- I never listen to my one because I don't like my voice. Oh, your so. voice is great; it's perfect. I mean, he I yeah, get lot of feedback,
0: are. and I was like, "Man, you guys, you guys are great at podcasting." <laughs> is that like your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. So proud of me. Yeah. Um. Before we uh, end, though, is spe- like because we're speaking about. We're reviewing and recapping sports films. Are there any other sports films that you want to like maybe review?
1: Like what that are actually like timing relevant yeah. or what do you mean? I don't think there's much sport films at all. I mean, going well, on yeah, like, right?
0: like, like yeah, time relevant. Like it doesn't matter like when it came but, out. I mean, Cree came out in 2015 oh, I'm
1: do, do, do more, <laughs> I yeah, but that's, it's it's time relevant because Cree yeah, out of the right? cinema. <laughs> Oh, so we can't how am I? I don't it? even know when it's on streaming.
0: It might be on streaming services now, maybe I'm not sure. Uh, I might have to go Uh huh. Uh huh,
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> I see. You. But yeah, no, I, I'd do anything, but I love sports. I'm gonna Let's tell you more, one of my favorite sports, sports films of all times. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh gimme let me Ooh. let me guess it. Is it a team yes. sport? Is it a sport that you play? Did I play No. Ah oh, damn. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's not. Goal. Goal. It's not goal. How could that even be up there? Man, Goal is a good movie. <laughs> goal is underrated. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Goal is underrated. Jeez. Oh, you see Goal, right? When the dad watches him play in that random Newcastle-themed bar in like LA, I oh. I cried. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a touching okay. scene. <laughs> um. Is it one of the movies you've, you've, you've no. mentioned earlier? It's Cool Runnings.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even consider Cool Runnings to be a sports film, but it totally is a sports film. No, nah, it's not Is cool it not Runnings, Cool Runnings? No. I didn't even think about that <sighs> okay, as a what sports is film, actually. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Cool Runnings is awesome. Love it. Yeah. It's a great film. Yeah, it's yeah, a sports it's film. Um, no, it's not Cool Runnings.
1: Oh, you want me to guess? Again? I can give you. Uh, uh, I'll give no, you I'm you, so You'll be able to know. Okay, give me Okay, just let's do it. Let's just finish it's this thing off because yeah. it's like two hours. Right? Moneyball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, shit! Mm. I should have said that. Like it's a. I should have said it's a business <laughs> film. I mean, it um, kind of
0: is. I mean, it's, no. it's kind of about like them, like you know, trying to be a successful business in terms of like the losing team. You know.
2: Yeah. No. No. Moneyball is awesome. fantastic. I think it's I, actually I think one great. of the
0: best films I've yeah. ever seen. Jonah Hill in. I think Jonah Hill was awesome in it. He's the genius. So
1: that's better than Wolf of <laughs> Wall Street. I think his character is
0: more interesting in Moneyball. Wolf of Wall Street, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't a huge yeah. fan of Wolf of Wall Street in general. Like, Me neither. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't, didn't really that, like it. Like, like, I, like Everyone is good in the film, but they're good for the concept. I just didn't like Leonardo DiCaprio in that character. I didn't like Matthew McConaughey in that character. I yeah. didn't <laughs> like well, he, he's only in like, right? Yeah, he does right? that stupid thing hang? with his chest and, like...
1: <laughs> I, you can't... I, I don't know if you, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the only thing stupid. I remember. remember yeah. but. I just... I think, like, it's kind of funny in the sense that... Um, I don't know if I want to watch, like, just depraved people de- be depraved for mm. two hours. Like, that just isn't well, entertaining the to me. Like, I'm always, wa- like, watching a film with some kind of catharsis to it. It's like reverse pursuit of... Yeah, suspense. sure. <laughs> <laughs> pursuit of happiness is, is like the film that i actually dislike mm. quite a bit and the reason for because that is no, no no i mean yeah that's true but <laughs> no <laughs> like you just see will smith like this is before the slap incident but like you see him just get like like just like you know humiliated and hurt and broke down and like you feel sad for that because that's the protagonist like now i'd feel pretty happy about it but um at the time i feel sad about it and then you watch that for like an hour and like 40 minutes, right? And then at the end, it's like oh, Will Smith, you got the job, and he's like, oh, "Yeah, thank <laughs> you." And then, and then it just like sort of like he's taking his mm-hmm. kid to school, and yep. then credits. And I just feel like the amount of catharsis does not equal the oh, amount of pain sure. that you enjoy to get there. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that movie either. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, that's actually a pretty uh, rare opinion, yeah. I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: People love that movie. It's kind of the opposite of me being happy by the end of it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm not happy. It it was more more like the pursuit of frustration. I was like, oh, gosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's
0: wrap this up. But yeah. Um, Thank you, listener. Thank you, Tony. We will see you back uh, sometime soon. And listener, thank you for coming. And we'll see you again in the next legit cool episode. Bye. Cool. Clear.